This is the Criterion Creeps Podcast. I'm Jared Duncan. Wolfpack. And we're just two guys who have no other choice now but to creep our way through the Criterion Collection one spine number at a time in order to release. This week, we're leaving America, going international, if not perhaps a bit uh, problematically so, oh. as we continue still uh-huh. watching Spine 369 of the Criterion Collection, uh, Paul Robeson portraits of the artist um but first rj yeah wolf pack huh i uh i wanted to see if you remembered uh yeah i mean i did forget so it's, i'm glad you reminded me yeah rj yeah nobody's brought attention to it on uh in the emails or um well have you disc- well have you posted the the, the track yeah uh, no no it's just i thought people were listening to this podcast but I guess I was maybe wrong. No. People don't listen to they, podcasts. They, they merely experience it. Oh, wow. Well, when's the last time you had an experience? <laughs> an experience? Uh, yeah. Be more specific? What kind no. of a positive, negative? No. I ju- just an experience. Uh, an experience. Something that you left and you went, that was an experience. That was an experience. And that can be positive or negative. Hmm. Let's not put a label on that. Okay. Just, you know? Can I just pick one? Yep. Okay. I don't know. Um, have you ever been to a little place called The Place? Oh, I have driven by The Place. I have heard of people who attended The Place. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing that if you attended The Place, you probably have bed bugs now. Do you have bed bugs? Uh, not yet. Not quite. Not quite. Um, so tell me about your weekend. Well, RJ, as I've, I told you off the air, uh, I had been invited to go to a, a a birthday gathering for for a dear old friend of mine, and uh, yeah. uh, despite my best judgment, being like, "Oh man, going out, doing things, getting out of my rut, my my, my comfy rut," <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I went. And uh, we went to Pizza Hut, RJ, for a little bit of dinner. You know, you know about Pizza Hut? You ever been there? I didn't see. Uh, I didn't see you working. So uh, no, I, I well, I work in the back, dude. Hey, so what's They're up? They're not going to put well, me up front. So what's up with the uh, the buffet being all like completely contained? COVID, dude. Yeah, how about that? So, <laughs> so wait, the, the buffet is back though. No, it's not. Uh, it's all cordoned off. It's it is inex- it is inaccessible. Yeah. Uh, but you can, it's still right there. So, number one, I haven't set foot in Pizza Hut in 25 years. I, I was definitely uh, high. It was definitely high school. But you have had Pizza Hut since then, right? You I think so. Eaten. Probably in the context of oh, you know, a workplace has ordered Pizza Hut. You want you want a you want a square. Uh, and it's like, yeah. yeah, sure, I'll have that. And it's like, yeah, that's a real medium pizza. Well, I mean, it's the personal pan, Jared. So, okay. Personal it's, pan pizza. So it's funny that you mentioned COVID, RJ, yeah. uh, for a couple of reasons. Number one, so you think that, oh, we're not bringing back the buffet, but but yeah. it's because of uh, health concerns. You know, we don't want to bring it back. I think, but, I think they were losing but, the house but, on but that. But I think, well, it, so the moment passes, but uh, you'll notice that so, so a lot of places are taking advantage of the opportunity to get rid of things. Uh, mm-hmm. and they'll, but, they'll, but they'll continue ex- explaining it away. You know, like my hot sauce pump, not there anymore. 
cost mm-hmm. of it's the cost of spices. Uh, Hot sauce pump uh, isn't there. Uh, like, I don't know, uh, medical care in in Creepsville <laughs> is also not there. But you know, it's the supply chain, Jared. Ah, the, the doctors. <laughs> they're, yeah, they're all caught up in shipments and uh, yeah. shipping. Not- ship- they're in the shipping containers. We just yeah, can't got- get to them. Got nothing to do with being chased away because of government protocols. Nothing to do with that, Jared. It's a supply mm-hmm. chain. So, so you're sitting there with uh, a lot more people than you expected, and uh, the, apparently this is like really caught the staff flat-footed a little bit. They're like, "Oh, we didn't realize you were coming." <laughs> and yeah. uh, you see, you take a seat. You arrange yourself with your like uh, people that you know, because you know when you go to these dinners, and there's occasions where. If you get there too early, you might wind up sitting sitting with uh, someone you don't know, and you're mm-hmm. going to be uh, stuck there making small talk <laughs> for oh. for long periods of time. I avoided that fate because I'm I'm sick of that shit. I I I, I very much got up and moved, and I said, "No offense, <laughs> like I have nothing, I'm not gonna, I don't want to talk to you like for three did hours." You, did you say that to a person? You said, "No offense, but I'm not talking uh, to you for three hours." No, I said, "No offense," but and the implication was like. Uh, my you know, childhood best friend just sat down across on the opposite side of the table. I'm gonna go talk to them if you don't yeah. mind. You know, okay. no, no offense. <laughs> it's just like I so know, I know them that. Well. Okay, before that happened, what did you talk to that guy about? Nothing. I, I we we just, you just got there and it, each other? no, it was uh like literally like a minute maybe, and it was everyone was getting you know comfortable, and then uh, an opening uh kind of sprung. And I went, oh sweet. Yeah. Okay. Well, things are looking up. So anyway, you're sitting around, and then uh, everyone starts ordering drinks. And this is a, a non-drinking group for the most part, because everyone's going to be getting into vehicles and driving. Everyone yeah. uh, drove themselves. Yep. Um, so a lot of sort of pops, some some diet, some, some diet diet pops, and some regular pops. Okay. So it's like, well, you know, what would solve that is pitchers. Then you know, then a, a lot less leg uh, work for the the server. They just have to bring, top those up every once in mm-hmm. a while, and we're golden. So, uh, outcome: paper cups, sippy cups, paper cups, paper what cups with, uh, plastic, with, with plastic, with plastic, with plastic. Yeah, no, 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 not those. Um, these mm. were these were like I don't know, little little sippy cups for kids, and like little plastic toppers and uh, straws. Yeah, all okay. the plastic straws you could ever need. So, but they only brought one of each type of pop. Sodi to the table so, to the to the central table. So somebody was responsible for disseminating uh, all the beverages. <laughs> like to, yeah, I mean, so, I've been so, in that so, spot. So they got to be. So they it. so they got to become honorary employees of, of, of the I restaurant. Mean, that's <laughs> Which, the jug game, you know. That is the jug game. Yeah. Um, not so. Not so. So again, going back to this idea of COVID restrictions, you'd go, huh? That seems like to be like a not a great idea. In, yeah. in, the, in the age of a communicable disease, which we've always kind of been in, but now there's a, a new a new uh, game in town. Um, maybe, maybe not a good idea. Oh, COVID. It's it's, ooh, it's ooh. two years in the grand scheme of things isn't that long. Yeah. So maybe it's not a great idea to have like one thing for one table amongst like ten odd adults. Um, so of course you know mm-hmm. yesterday I get a, I, I get a message from the birthday boy. Tells Uh-oh. me he's tested positive for COVID. His sure girlfriend's tested positive for COVID, and his landlord and buddy, who was also at this dinner, 
also tested positive. What, what kind of COVID. pop were they drinking? Uh, I don't know. Were they hitting but, the DC? But, but it was uh, it was the girlfriend, uh, Corey's, uh, that was disseminating this. And it's like, oh, good. Good. So we'll is, see. She, is she to blame? No, no. I'm just saying oh. that if there's like if there's more pictures. Yeah, okay. Who knows? Then it would have been like, well, it's because like, like other than that, it's not like everyone's like like the high ceilings, uh mm-hmm. went to this arcade afterwards, it's all having a fun time. I I I don't wanna jump to conclusions, mm-hmm. Matt, but I'm gonna say I don't think it was the jugs. I think it was the place. I think that's that's what turned on you guys. Uh, that's just that's just it, my it, guess. It was the. Are you saying the hut? No, is no, or the just, place. This, the place. I think the place mm. was uh, was the culprit. Well, that's interesting that you say that because the 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 the, the roommate, or sorry, the roommate slash landlord, was not at the place. Oh yeah, but the place's influence is felt <laughs> worldwide. You know what I mean? It runs it runs deep in the core. Uh, a river runs through it, I yeah. believe, is uh, yeah. what they what they used to say. Yeah. I just want to be clear. I'm not I'm not throwing shade on anybody here, but no, th- th- this is just how these things uh, escalate. And then again, I'm like, man, you go out, and then one that, time, one time, yeah, one time. I mean, I know, but the important thing was how was the pizza? Uh, mid, <laughs> mid, mid. I'm, I'm not a Pizza Hut fan, RJ. I mean, I it's know. It's fine. But... It was okay. But, I mean, it was okay. I saw... Uh... There's, there's probably a reason why I haven't... I don't spend money there. Or act, but it's not yeah. my choice. This was a this was a nostalgia uh, visit. Yeah. Because apparently Honestly... everybody there kept saying, man, I haven't been here probably for like 20 years. <laughs> so, uh, again, to which yeah. I go, how does this place stay open? No one eats Take here. Out. That's, I guess... I mean the the West Side Hut is takeout only. There's no dine-in, right? So like, I actually, you know what? You wanna you wanna see that place bumping? I have I have uh, oh this, picked up the, some pizzas the... there at lunch times. The Hutterites, Jarrett. Mm. Oh, the Hutterites. Especially when the buffet was open. So I don't know if they're still going as as hot and heavy as uh, <laughs> when the buffet was around, but uh, they used to hit that buffet pretty dang hard. Yeah. Pretty, pretty dang hard, Jarrett. Mm-hmm. Pretty, pretty good. So, um, unrelated but related, uh, three separate people at my work today were eating Pizza Hut at lunch. Wow. Which makes sense because we work there. One of them wasn't eating their crust. He's a 50-year-old man. Yeah. And uh, he uh, chose not. He, opt- crust. he opted out. Yeah, yeah. Do you eat the crust? Uh, ninety five percent of the time, yes. Like the only time, yeah, I always eat it. The only time I wouldn't is if it was like the sixth sixth slice, and mm-hmm. I was like, and yeah, and it was just bad. Some places have bad crust. It's true. A lot of those artisanal pizza places in town have bad crust. <laughs> it's just, it's just bread. You know about art artisan pizza? I do. Yeah, it's not always what it's cranked out to be. <laughs> cranked okay. out to be. So everyone got COVID. Well, got so far, hut. so so far, so good. Test two negative, but the oh, those week, things are wildly the, inaccurate. The week is young. Those things are wildly inaccurate. You know I mean, what I mean? I'm, I'm, I, I hope I don't get it, so uh, someone doesn't feel bad <laughs> about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you don't want it. <laughs> no, like, I don't. I mean, another thing though is like. 
Maybe you had it coming. Maybe. Oh. Apparently. The way you were dressed and on the weekend? It learned, it learned me. Yeah. What were you wearing to the birthday party? Uh, Much what I'm wearing right now. So no pants and yeah. a tank top? Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever wear tank tops, Jared? No. Not even at home, like when no one's around? No, I don't. I don't no? I, I don't own a tank top. You don't own a tank top? I don't. Damn. Uh, how many do you own? Two. Okay. Only two? Only two. Okay. Yeah, I wear them in the summer sometimes. Uh, like if we're going to the beach or, you know, like going to the pool Ugh. or, you know, like just hanging out in the backyard. Ugh. Do you want to come over one day? I'll wear my tank top and I'm no sure, shoes. I'm, I'm sure you would. <laughs> next, well, next summer when we go when we go for lunch, can I bring? Wear, can I bring spiders? Uh, I already got those, dude. I'll bring more. No, but they will they will clash. <laughs> They're not or, gonna get along. Or or they'll unite. It might. It could. It could be some civil mm. unrest first, but then uh, they'll turn against the common enemy. I I don't think it's gonna work. I I don't think they're gonna get along. There's already there. Are, I already have two camps. I have the indoor ones and the outdoor ones, and they don't they don't agree with each other. Okay. So like, I don't know, dude. I don't think it's gonna work. It's just my opinion, I guess. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, so that's interesting. That's interesting. It's pretty interesting. It's pretty interesting what yeah. you got there. How's your week been? Cold enough for you? Uh, oh yeah, it sucks. It does suck. It's really cold. Minus twenty four wind chill. Sucks. Uh, it's so cold. Ve- ve- uh, vehicle starting. Yeah, how those winter tires coming along? Are they are they doing some work? I mean, the winter tires are okay. I got like six or seven buckets of gravel in the back box of my truck too, just to weigh it down because it's just a baby truck. So even with the winter tires, a baby I, truck. It is. You've seen it. It's a baby truck. I mean, compared to what? I mean, I'm heavier than that thing. Oh come on. Compared to a like a <laughs> the motor, the F one fifty. Yeah, I can wow, come on. Yeah, no see, problem. look at look at you already like comparing yourself to b- bigger trucks. Mm. Well, don't get it twisted, girl. I wouldn't want a big truck. That thing would burn the shit out of gas, and like I oh. would take up so much space. I like the baby truck, uh, and nine months out of the year, it's great. But uh, it just it slips around a lot, so I, I have a ton of gravel in the back. Mm-hmm. But uh, even that is kind of like um, uh, like I still like even today like there wasn't a ton of snow or ice today. But when I slowed down at a traffic circle, I still skidded a little bit, and I was just like, ugh, really? Yeah, man. And you're, like you're I, a, I drive. You're a, you're a wild man. I, no, I drive the speed limit. Old, I'm like, old, and I slow old, down. Lead foot here. I slow down and I drive reasonably. It's just, no. it's very light. Huh. It's very light, Jared. Yeah. I did a dump run on the weekend. You know about those? You know about dump runs? Uh, I, I think I hear about dump runs only one place, and it's here on Wednesday nights. <laughs> and I bet you other people also are quite familiar with dump runs. <laughs> dump runs? Well, I, I should clarify. It's actually, I have kind of a cheat. It's not really a dump run. I uh, I know a place that has a <laughs> just, VFI bin. Maybe you just dump. You just illegally Some... dump garbage. No, no, it's legal. It's legal. Field. I, uh, it... I'm sorry. <laughs> just like you said that's like I know. A, actually, it's like not quite a dump run. I have a place. I just leave it. <laughs> just like go ahead. <laughs> just drive out to a field, put the gate down, and then drive off really fast <laughs> yeah, until yeah. it all falls out. Not even toss it out yourself. It's like, hey, I did the loading. 
I'll let, yep. I'll let nature take care of the rest. Let's let gravity handle the rest here, kids. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard this field always wanted a Chesterfield. Oh. Hey. Oh. You know about Chesterfields, RJ? I do. I do. I know about Ottomans, too, Ooh. if you'd like to discuss any of that kind of stuff. Okay. I know about Ottomans. What about the Autobahn? Um, I've never been, personally. Uh, I've heard it's, like, cool, but I don't... I don't like driving too fast. Mm-hmm. I'm a responsible guy. Like I'll go like five ten over the speed limit on like on the highway when the weather's good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Living on the edge. Living on the edge. I uh, I know. What, what, a guy. Are you, what are you driving between uh, uh, Creepsville and uh, Cowtown? One one twenty. One twenty. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, if I see a pocket where there's no one there, I'll I'll maybe hit hit the gas a little bit. Maybe get up to one thirty, but then I'll bring it back down. I'll bring it back down. Wow. I know a guy, uh, my friend's dad, he uh, lives uh, uh, kind of outside south of uh, Creepsville, and uh, he was driving one time. Speed limit was 100. He was driving 102 or something. Police guy pulled him over, and he's like, I got you at 110. And he's like, he's like, I don't believe it. He's like, I got my cruise control on, and I was doing 100. And the guy's like, well, you're going to get a ticket. And the guy was like, the old guy was like, uh, it's like I've never, he's like, I've been driving 50 years. I've never got a ticket before. And the cop goes, maybe it's about time you got one. And so the old guy said, maybe it's about time you go fuck yourself. <laughs> and then he, he got a, a very strong ticket, and he, he, he fought it in court. I think he maybe got it off. Mm. That's old guys, hey? <laughs> you know about old guys? They He's got a little bit of piss and vinegar. I know. Right, right I know. there. God bless them. God bless them. God bless Well, them. you know, you, you wouldn't want to try that nowadays in this uh, fine, fine province of ours. You get, they you can, flip you, your car over. Yeah, and, and and nothing will come of it. You'll yeah. be like, well, you were in the wrong, bud. So you were in the wrong, and uh, freedom isn't free. You know what I mean? Yeah. That one gets thrown out a lot, hey? It does? I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe amongst your friend circle. Maybe... I. Oh, hey, I, 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 I had heard that there was some like film production going on. Uh, this weekend uh, you had mentioned something about it a film production yeah but i don't know uh local or big uh local uh not this weekend next weekend actually. i see next weekend yeah i uh i i'll see what what i'm allowed uh, like my nda i'll right. see what I'm, yeah. I'm what i'm allowed to kind of talk about but okay. uh yeah next weekend there's gonna be some action whoa like tits <laughs> well <laughs> you never know jd you never know whoa Whoa. Tried something new there. You know about that? I I will I will I will let you know that I have recently come into purchase of a turtleneck for this affair. Ooh, what color? Do you own black? Ah. I think I'm gonna pair it with like a, a gold or silver chain on the outside. Hmm. Yeah, I don't want to give too much away here. Okay. You know, but uh, my my big thing is, do you own a turtleneck? I don't know if i do anymore at one point i did would you be opposed to wearing a turtleneck I, uh, do you think it's like lame uh like you mean like when going about town yeah just like out and about like would you wear a turtleneck or would you think that it was like real lame ass thing my, to do with my double a flat cap yeah yeah one of those and maybe like i don't know maybe open-toed shoes yeah some some suede yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh. What yeah. about some corduroy pants? Do you own corduroys? I, d- I don't. 
No, I I don't at the moment, but I do have a corduroy jacket. Mm-hmm. Can I interest you in that? I'll sell it to you. <laughs> I'm good. At a premium. Yeah. I mean, at a friend price. Yeah. Friend discount. Yeah. Not a premium. No, not a premium. Mm-hmm. Not at all. Uh, yeah. What were you talking about? I don't know. Dump runs, eh? Dump runs. <laughs> Illegal dumping. Uh, I'm pretty sure what I did was legal. <laughs> I think, at least. <laughs> and a quote, I think what I did was legal. I mean, that would hold up in court, wouldn't it? I think. At the time, Your Honor, I was pretty sure it was legal. <laughs> yeah. Who's got, who's, who would go against me? Sweet mm. boy like me? You see? I'm a sweet boy, Jared. Oh, man. You see how uh, it's, it's apocalyptic in Vancouver? Why? What happened? Snow. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're little dinks over there, though. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, it's oh, I think, snow. I think, I think their uh, humidity and the way that their uh, city's built uh, is maybe not the most fun. It's like when, like when Seattle gets those snowstorms. Yeah, so they're not they're not set up. It's a tropical rainforest that they're living in. Yeah, I mean, I get it, but uh, I mean, I would just tell them to grow up. No, do you know what I mean? I see. I'd say grow up, you guys. I'd say just yeah. learn to deal. Just put some gravel in the back of your truck like the rest oh, of us. RJ, I just yeah. I just looked at her emails, and there's only two. Holy shit. And, do you need, uh, do you need uh, me to stretch? I mean, maybe. I mean, I just I just clicked on uh, Justin Peterson's email with, uh, entitled, How About This Black Adam Guy? And this thing is, uh, I don't even have to scroll to read the whole email. What the hell? This this could be one of the shortest episodes in Criterion Creeps history, folks. No problem, no problem. You'll know it, you'll see it, and then we'll we'll hear about it on the Discord. Well, what's the Discord, Jared? The Discord, why it's one of the fastest growing uh, online social media platforms in the world today. Is like, it's, not, it's not even known by uh, a billionaire yet. Yet, not yet. I, I don't even know who owns, I don't even know who runs Discord. No one talks about it. It's the way it should yeah. be. The way it should be. <laughs> whoever, whoever owns these operations should be nice and anonymous. I agree. They should be pulling the strings from behind the curtain. I agree. What kind of things happen on the Discord? Oh, you know, um, what, what's what's been going on this week? Uh, it's kind of been dead, actually. No, it's been very busy. I, I didn't say that. Mm. Um, people, yeah, it's the biggest growing community, Jerry. It's bustling. The notifications, they're, mm. they're not annoying. You just always nope. get, you're always getting them. Day one, I muted the entire thing, and I check it at my convenience. That's right. And that's the way I think everybody should handle the Discord. Check it at your convenience. Let's see here. We got a nice little avatar of uh, the, the the server avatar is Matthew Broderick. Mm. Who's that? Uh, is that like a film person? You ever heard of a film called Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Inspector no. Gadget? No. No, and like, is he a good guy though? Like morally? Well, some some have opinions about that. Actually, RJ, it's weird that you mentioned that. Where could you find these opinions? I ah, Ten- check it out on Wikipedia. Oh, I thought you meant on the Discord. Oh, you could do that too. But you could also yeah. see people talking about what it's like to li- listen to podcasts. How mm-hmm. it's a really unfulfilling one-sided relationship. Yeah. Um, yeah. But. I laugh because <laughs> these people say I made a new friend. It's like we're not your friends. Jared and I are barely friends with yeah. each other. Yeah, we're definitely not friends with anybody, anyone listening to the podcast. 
podcast. How dare you assume these things? Yeah. Uh, I what I liked was um, one one discorder wrote uh, talking about how much fun it is to listen to a podcast, saying this is very inaccurate. And I, I went to try to use a fun emoticon, but when I typed mm-hmm. in fun. You know what popped up? An emoticon of an urn, because it thought an I was going to say a funeral. Oh, fun. that's sad. It's or hilarious. And if you think that's hilarious, you'll love the Criterion Creeps Discord. Yeah, I, I heard it's the a booming community. <laughs> Jarrett? Yeah. You, Surely you, 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 you can it's... find out about Jenna Ortega. You you, you can find out mm. about you can you can look at uh, the the state of uh, uh, what's his name Willow. State of the Union. Willow, you don't remember Willow? He's back. I do remember Willow. Look at that. You see that hair? What form is he in? Uh, Willow form. So not Pog. He's, he's rocking that Max look. If you know what I mean. Like Max Power. Yeah. Oh, I think I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, there's some cool stuff on the Discord. Uh, you can have access to J Dog. Yeah, you can find out how uh, Sam Sanchez is trying to convince me to buy Blu-rays, and. Uh, and failing inevitably because you know what rj i had 200 bucks of uh blu-rays in my vinegar syndrome cart for black friday and no go the the weekend passed monday came and i was thinking about it still thinking about it and then soon the window closed i think that's okay it slipped through my fingers and i felt okay about that jerry i know you like movies but like have you thought of the economy right now? Do you even know about inflation? Have you even heard of the supply chain? Hey, you know, like I said, you know how many plastic elves and dwar- uh, d- elves, dwar- dwarves, anything, orcs. Uh, orcs vam- even, okay. Or- or- vampires. Yeah. Uh, skeletons. El- like anything. I could, I, I could buy it all. 200 bucks. That's like a, that's, I could, that's a quarter of an army. That's like a, that's like a third of a PS5. Exactly, which you did you know, not get. No, it went out of stock. However, what about uh, now? Check right now, shoppers. Well, actually, shoppers I have found is not the most reliable. Oh. My uh, my wife, my wife, she has been. Um, she cares about me, and although she is not what you would call a gamer, Jarrett, she was kind of like. She's like, let's see. She's like, let me see what I can do. She's like, let me see if I can snoop one down for you. She did, said, did it you, seems did, like you did care you, about did it. Did you invite her down for some gaming this uh, week? No, she didn't want to game this week, but maybe it's because I don't have the nice the nice console yet. You know? <laughs> oh, that's right. It's like, I'm saving it up, baby. Saving it up. Saving it up. Um, you want to well, you you save all your time for the real pixels. I'm, I'm down here playing Luigi games. Yeah, she don't, she don't need to see Luigi. She wants to see that 8K you know about 8K, Jared? Uh-huh. Yeah, she's waiting for the 8K. Uh-huh. But anyways, she was checking things out, right? And uh, she was like, you know where I bet probably has them? And we looked, and allegedly they do. So I'm gonna, I'm, I might check this, this out, is London Drugs. I, didn't I say that last week? No, you didn't. You said Taco Time. I and s- I said, Jared, they don't sell those at Taco you know, Time. You know where it might also be a good place? Where's that? Toys R Us. Yeah, actually, we went to Toys R Us. Uh, uh, she had to get um, some presents for like uh, her niece and stuff, and uh, they did not have one at Toys well, R Us at the y- time. At 8, the time, eight a.m. or whenever yeah. they open, that's when you you give them a ring a dingy. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I think I'm getting closer. I think I'm getting closer. And uh, I mean, I don't think, I don't think like, uh, Zandy's been like looking for me. I don't know if she like loves the idea of it because it is kind of a uh, needlessly expensive thing. But she's very, she's been supportive. She's been I, very supportive. I, I I actually brought up the price of this thing at uh, the <laughs> the Pizza Hut dinner. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I was just, uh, I was amazed though because I was like, I can't believe how expensive they are. Yeah. Well. Dude, PS4s are still selling for three hundred and fifty dollars. Like, and that came out over like ten years ago, almost. Yeah. Like, which is insane. But uh, she she's been helping me out, helping look. She she ain't gonna buy it for me, but she'll help because Christmas is here, and then uh, the big dog has a birthday soon after Christmas. So, uh-huh. which uh, you know, this is my childhood. What would happen a lot is sometimes for Christmases, and I mean. I don't want to complain about this. I know some people get nothing for Christmas, but sometimes I'd get a, a few less things than the other family members. And then I'd, because my birthday was so soon afterwards, and then sometimes I'd get Christmas themed, themed stuff for my birthday. And I'd be like, oh, so did you, did you hold on to this until they, or you get one thing and, and it was always, this is for Christmas and your birthday. And I was always like, oh, Okay. I can't complain. That's kind of a yeah. That's some uh, real hose town right there. Because everyone you know else, I mean? is, everyone else is getting a full deal because they they just happen to have been born at a different time of the at year. At a different time. Oh. Like, so I know I know your birthday isn't ideal because of the timing with the school year. But uh, my birthday was also, and like I mean I was well well sought after my parents took care of me but uh <laughs> there there were a couple years where it's like here's your thing for both and i was always like man i was like this sucks <laughs> so that's uh i mean when when can you win right what do you think the ideal birthday is i'm gonna say march lousy smarch lousy smarch weather i think march is probably a good birthday yeah what about why not June? Early June? So I have a friend who has one in June, and it was always like uh, like a day or two after the school year was out or something. Like it was late in June, yeah, and then the, everyone everyone was gone on vacation. That's so it was the, the opposite see, that's problem. The pro- that's the problem. Yeah. Early June would probably be okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I like the month my birthday is in. It's just like, you know, like when you want like presents and treats and stuff? You know, Jarrett? Oh, I got I got one for you. How about June sixth? Yeah. June sixth at, at born at six oh six. Jared, you better be careful because the devil, you, the devil, the devil. One of the man upstairs. Remember, remember uh, when, on June sixth, two thousand six, they released a horror movie called Six Six Six. Remember this? Did it do good? No. Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's good stuff. Well, this year there should have been a on on February second, twenty twenty two. There should have been like a a movie. Two 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 Tuesday, <laughs> Tuesday, is I remember people called it. There should have been, but there wasn't. So that's kind of a bummer. Maybe there was. Maybe we just missed it. I mean, there's a oh, very... well, there's there's a movie called Two Twenty Two from 2017. It doesn't have the. I would have called it Tuesday, mm-hmm. but with the number two. It's a science fiction film with perhaps like one of the most unnoteworthy posters you could imagine. Uh, you're up, you're, a... We are a movie podcast, and we are talking about movies. 
We are. So nobody. Yeah. The film's plot involves air traffic controller Dylan Branson, who, oh, wow. thanks to a mysterious anomaly at 2:22, prevented the collision of two aircraft and met Sarah, whose destinies appear to be tied to the time 2:22. Wow, that's huge. That's huge. Are you? You should add it to your uh, Creeptober list for next year. This is this is not a Creeptober film. No. No. It could be. Oh, you know, uh, so Paul Curry, who directed this, mm-hmm. he was a he was a producer on a little film called Hacksaw Ridge. Ah, oh, is that the one where Captain America holds that guy's corpse as a as a shield from the bullets? <laughs> How I can't I still can't believe that they let that that swing. It's so cool. Good for that, him. That's Mel Stroke. Good for him, man. Oh, he's coming back. You want to hear about what Justin Peterson's talking about this week? Oh, yeah. We are talking about Pete Boy. Okay. But we managed to fill a good 15 minutes. I don't even know what we oh, talked yeah. about. Effort, I don't know. It's effortless. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Hey, fellas. What's happening? Uh-huh. So I finally got to check out The Rock as a superhero, and I found Black Adam hilarious with his violent, dark comedy. JD, any thoughts about them having bullet with butterfly wings as the first action scene needle drop? Uh, uh, I mean, I think that's pretty embarrassing. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't even, I don't know the song. It's Smashing Pumpkins, and it starts out with, The world is a vampire. Dun, 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 dun. Sent to dream. Oh, that's, I didn't know that song. I, I don't know. Secret Destroyer. Hey, uh, the, the, are you, have you ever tuned into Billy Corgan's wrestling promotion? That's... Uh, I have. I have. And I, I'm pretty sure I've mentioned, but do you remember that rumor <laughs> that started from that music video? Have I ever talked about this before? Probably. In the Ava Adore music video, Billy Corgan's arms look like they yeah. go down to his knees. So uh-huh. there's that rumor that he's got those gorilla arms, which I find right. incredible. I think that's such a fun. It's such a fun thing to. T- <laughs> he's got he's got gorilla arms, Jared. It's great. It's great. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'll go with RJ uh, on that on that. Uh, also, is my yeah yeah is my resident comic aficionado. What can you tell me about Black Adam? And was it dumb that they never mentioned Shazam as another character in this? That's Um, odd. Yeah, I mean, it all depends. Like, my... Those characters have had such a messed up uh, character history. Because, like, if you're looking at... You're talking about, like, the the old comics. Black Adam was the villain. But they kind of changed it in the Jeff Johns era. And that's that's sort of where what we're getting with these movies is the Mm -hmm. Jeff Johns version of... Black Adam uh, and uh, Hawkman, which is like I, I didn't, I had no idea that Hawkman or Doctor Strange or Adam Smasher were in the movie. Yeah, it's all JSA but, but, stuff. But, but, yeah, but a few months ago, the toys started coming in at the store. At the, yeah, at the end of August, and I was like, "What the fuck is this? It's like this like Black or uh, Adam Smasher toy." But they did a giant one and a regular sized one, and I was like, "This is so cool! I don't want to buy it, but I, I thought that it's sort of like attention it. to detail." was really cool mm-hmm. and then i saw a doctor strange toy which i'm like this is impossible how how, how is this even a thing and yeah. i think there's like another character you uh, know who doctor strange doctor strange yeah. doctor fate doctor fate or you know like uh, who doctor fate is in this movie right P- like, pierce yeah yes yeah. oh i didn't and, know uh, that yeah i don't i don't know it's either cyclone or i think it's red tornado cyclone in the jsa movie oh, i 
Uh, well, in the Black Adam. In the movie, movie. yeah. Like, I, I'm not sure. It, uh, I'll check right now. I think I remember at one point I thought it was Red Tornado, but like not a robot, not a robot, like a, a real person. Okay, let's see. Oh, it's Cyclone. Yeah, you're right. I only know that because I saw the toy. I put it yeah. in the system. Oh, okay. By, it would have been cooler gum. if it was Red Tornado. Hey, Henry Winkler's in Black Adam. Holy shit. <laughs> That's pretty cool. So I remember reading the – there was like this Power of Shazam uh, comic that came out. It was like graphic novel by Jerry Ordway. Uh, some real old man comics. Mm-hmm. And it was my, kind of like the first thing I'd ever read that introduced the character to me. Because I always knew like yeah. – it was always this weird thing where it's like, you know, it's Captain Marvel – is who he is, is yeah supposed to shazam but mm-hmm. if you had to like ask me like the details of anything about captain marvel or black adam uh other than like dr shivago or uh, dr. I might, Shivago, dr savannah i uh, might have you i might have you bested mr mr mind and yeah. uh yeah i can name some of the villains and like but i can't tell you any of the stories other I, than I, when jeff Jones' jsa run yeah. was going that was the best captain marvel comics around and they actually yeah. did do a good job with some some black adam mm-hmm. stuff but he always was just kind of like namor to me like he just was like submariner mm-hmm. uh you know this 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 dude with this like black helmet hair and buff and mm-hmm. kind of boring but then alan moore came along and did the uh you know marvel the marvel man comics yeah aka miracle man and he he changed it all up uh mm-hmm. do, doing the grim and gritty with uh old uh marvel man and then he had uh his his black adam and he did some some horrific things because it was like and this was like a novel idea back in the 80s of like what what would happen if uh you know superman went bad and of course now we've seen mm-hmm. that done lots many many w- ways w- way too much but uh alan moore you know he went to those he went to that dark place and there's like there's this wonderful sequence i think it's like issue 15 is when he turns and then 16 is the fallout i believe and it's just mm-hmm. like pages of what he's done to england <laughs> like and it's just like London. It's just and there's just piles of bodies that he's just built to himself, That's uh, and you're like, oh yeah, because he's super, he's super fast, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's super strong. It's like he can do whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh cool. So yeah, it's so weird because I know uh, old uh, Dwayne. He he was really connected with this <clears throat> for a long time. I think that's horseshit. Sheer will of force. Well, he want he wanted the franchise. He, he I I know, but I, like I all this stuff he says. Like I think I've I've mentioned before. Like I think Dwayne Johnson is such a tool lately. Like <laughs> how about uh, how about him going back to the Seven Eleven to pay for all the Snickers bars he used to steal as a kid? It's fucking he he's not a real person. He's just like a walking marketing publicity thing. Like I don't yeah, think he's a celebrity. Well, yeah, I know, but, like, and I know he's not hiding that, but, like, he seems so much more, like, oh, would, I, I don't know. The Rock be a great president, though, RJ? You, you know what it was? You know what turned me on The Rock? Was when you lent me, like, Wrestling with Shadows. And there's that thing backstage where, like, Mick Foley's trying to talk to him, and Mick Foley's like, hey, man, you can, like, in a really nice way, like, non-confrontational, he's like, he's like, you actually kind of hit me a couple times. You kind of, like actually got me in there and like the rock was giving him like no like time and he was being a real prick and i was like this guy's an asshole <laughs> i was like how could anyone be mean to mick yeah. foley like he was being so friendly and stuff like that 
But yeah, I think the Rock's all full of shit, especially with the the Black Adam stuff. Because like, I know he's been like, we've been trying to make this for ten years. It's like nobody has been trying to make Black Adam for ten years. I know it was announced like six, seven years ago, but like nobody cares about it's, that. It's character been a while. It's been a while. I I know it's been a long time, but I just I I don't believe that he cares about the character that much. Because why would you? That's like saying you're a huge Namor fan. You'd be like, nobody <laughs> oh, is a huge Namor fan. Oh, they're out there. Speaking of which, did you did we talk about last week about the CGI that Marvel was doing to Namor? No. Okay, this is movie news. Apparently, the guy who played Namor was rocking a huge package, and he was wearing those short shorts on set. Yeah. And so they had to CGI like smooth re- down his re- package. Ooh, like an action figure. Kind of, yeah, yeah. Apparently, he, that dude was packing like too, too, heat. Too, too, too much long. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, like, good for him, that dude. But uh, yeah, apparently that was some guy's job. He got probably paid like ten grand to decrease a bulge. Yeah, I mean, there's, hey, there's worse things in this world you could be doing. There is. I would do it for. I would do it for half of that price. Wow, though. undercutting. What? Yeah. you're the real monster here. I don't care if I'm a scab. Any any of the work that those big guys will do, I'll do it for half. And I quote, I don't care if I'm a scab. <laughs> I'll do it for the, half. The, the, okay. pe- the Pizza Hut union won't like that. Our union is all, all we get out of the union is free um par, like free t- Parmesan shaker yeah. stuff on right. our pizzas. We yeah. still have to pay for the pizza, but we yeah. have unlimited parm. That's oh. it. So. Oh, yeah. Goat movie question of the week. Okay. So, what are The Rock's best movies and wrestling matches? I would go with his voice talent in Moana. Okay, and... so easy, easy, easy answer for wrestling match. One of the the best wrestling matches I've ever seen, which also has The Rock in it. Was yeah, him and Hulk Hogan. I mean, that's NWO Hulk Hogan, right? Uh, well, it's Hollywood Hogan, but it's it was the show in Toronto. Uh, it was I think eighteen. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. Ex- and I yeah, do, whatever, I do Re- WrestleMania X8. Well, because I don't know if you. Know, so the whole story of that though is, so Hulk Hogan was going in the bad guy. The Rock mm-hmm. was the the face, and they get to it. But you know, Toronto's a weird place. Tor- Toronto mm-hmm. doesn't follow the script of WWE and prescribing it. It's like Hulk Hogan's here, and they were like really into fucking Hulk Hogan, and the Rock was getting booed, and the and Hogan was getting cheered. And this crowd was insane, and it absolutely makes this match like the match isn't like particularly good in the like mm-hmm. uh, in this ring work, but it's like perfect wrestling. It's awesome. Uh, you've never heard a crowd like so into something. It's like yeah, it's one of the best wrestling matches. Anytime I watch it, I get excited because it's like so good. Because they're just mm-hmm. like the they're these two guys totally were in control to a point because they just started playing into it, which was really smart. And they changed it up because mm-hmm. they realized, oh man, like this isn't going to work, but let's go with it. And so yeah. they, they had to completely change the storyline after that, like the next night, and make uh, Dwayne uh, the bad guy and, and the Hulk Hogan turn babyface, which was a bad thing <laughs> ultimately but that match is awesome I, I think it's probably it's probably just on youtube or something like that because i think they actually do uh, hold that match in really high regard in the company yeah i know i know what you're talking about i because i'm pretty sure i watched that one like uh like that was, was on, when i was watching rest da- all 34 minutes is on daily motion that's so, pretty cool yeah i i would yeah if you want to watch something like that is a, a pretty cool match 
I uh, I'm with you, man. 100%. That was when I was watching wrestling, and uh, I'm all about it. And I was wrong before. Uh, the one you lent, uh, not Wrestling Shadows, Beyond the Mat was the one that The yeah. Rock is in with Mick Foley. I, I knew what you were talking about, yeah. but I... We, yeah, I, we we can misspeak here. It's I know that's okay. I would say like I actually have a really real affection for the Scorpion King, just because um, I don't know why. I'm not going to rationalize it. Doesn't matter. But I'd say best rock movie. A lot of his movies are really really bad. Uh, like <laughs> some of the worst movies I've ever seen. Like Hercules. <laughs> Hercules is one of the worst movies of all time. But uh, I'm going to say the Rundown is actually a pretty good show. I like the rundown, hmm. and that's mostly because uh, Christopher Walken is in it, and Sean, Sean William Scott is in it, and those guys are good. It's a movie where he wears a tan shirt and runs around in the jungle, just like a lot of his other movies. You know, I'll just go with Pain and Gain. Pain and Gain is pretty good. There you go. Pain and Gain is pretty good. But, yeah. yeah. What about Jungle Cruise? Are you a big Jungle <laughs> Cruise guy? I'm not. You know, I'm, I'm, I haven't seen it. No? no. Ah, you... Treat yourself, man. Watch a little Jungle Cruise once in a while. I think it's on Disney. No. But yeah, I, I'd say that probably of the, the movie options on here. Yeah, be, I'd say Beyond the Mat is like fantastic. And people oh, should, yeah. As far as, uh, yeah, if you want some 90s uh, nostalgia and yeah. a, 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 kind of the, the first real peak, I feel. Uh, I mean, well, there's like also Wrestling with Shadows, which yeah. you also get to see some Vince McMahon action. But Beyond mm-hmm. the Mat has got some uh, primo stuff. Yes, uh, it does. We, we had some Dross action. Mm-hmm. About puking, yeah. Um, who doesn't? Who doesn't? Who doesn't puke? Uh, no, that one's really good. I, I like that a lot. I, I I would like someone listening to watch it and just like validate for me that The Rock was being an asshole. I just someone somebody go check it out and just tell me, am I right or is he? No, you're right. A huge prick. Like <laughs> he was a young man. He was a I know, man. But but it's like it's. He didn't have to treat Mick like that. Well, that's uh, so you get ahead in this business, RJ. It's a real so, prick. So sometimes you gotta take some liberties and hit a man whose like hands are handcuffed uh, behind his back. Hit him in the head with a steel chair. Oh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, and like and actually do it. it oh yeah, like that. yeah, like oh yeah. I can't remember what it was. It was just like, man, what an asshole. I caught carried away. Well, yeah, I get carried away too, and sometimes I eat the whole bag of chips and <laughs> mm-hmm. don't leave any. But like, yeah. Mm. All right, places to go and movies to watch. Have a great show, creeps. Best from Big Kitty Daddy, J Money Peterson. It's good. I like that. I like that. Yeah. I, I hope we kind of answered his question about Black Adam. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I mean, I. <laughs> it's some deep. It's it's deep DC cut stuff. I mean, you're not yeah. missing out. There's. If someone's like, oh, what's the definitive Black Adam story? <laughs> I don't think it exists. I don't uh, think it exists. No. Read, uh, read Jeff Johns' JSA comics. I mean, if yeah. that floats your boat. You, you know about Jay Garrick? You want, what, you want I know about Jay Garrick. Yeah. Some Alan Scott Green Lantern, a.k.a. Yeah. Sentinel. Yeah. yeah. I know I know about uh, Alan Scott. I know about Jay Garrick. Yeah. yeah. I know about those what, boys. What about Mr. Terrific? Oh, I know about Yeah, everyone was getting all horned up because... Mm-hmm. Uh, James Gunn tweeted. He's just tweeting like picture. Like today, he did a Kingdom Come, uh, Kingdom Come picture where it's like them at the table, and he's like planning. And everyone's like, "Is a Kingdom Come movie coming?" And it's like, I really doubt it. I think that it was just like 
the picture was dudes at a table, and he was, I think, you know what I mean? There's some shit about him being more influenced by Star Wars than, than like, oh, comics. I go, why? Not. Why would don't, you say... Don't be influenced by don't, anything. Don't say that. Yeah, don't do that. Say Just <laughs> make your own thing. Yeah, do something. Do something. Just do something. Don't, don't do that, though. Don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. There's oh. no, there's no winning, but definitely don't, don't do that. Just don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Did you see that other? Did you see that Star Wars thing today that was also oh. really embarrassing? No. Where the, uh, it was Andor. You know yeah. how everyone says, oh, it's, it's real, it's actually really good, Jerry. It's, <laughs> it's, it's actually, good. it's actually good. You're not going to get Star Wars for hey, fatigue from this. What if it is good? Are you, are, so, you, are we going to find out over Christmas? I might uh, be actually. I, I'd rather not because I did, I did Obi Wan. I took I, I bit that bullet I'll, for us. Okay. Remember? Tell you what. Tell you what. Um, Why don't you watch two episodes and you tell me? I will. If it's worth watching. Uh, okay. Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. Break. Uh, but okay. Here. Here's. I. I gotta spoil this for you. It's no plot point. But uh, in the season finale of Andor, this is what people are talking about today. A character says, um, "Fight the Empire." But the the film that was seen was the character said, "Fuck the Empire." Whoa! Hashtag, and everyone says, "Release the fuck the the Empire cut of Andor." This is this is the best Star Wars show we have. It's actually 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 it's the best one we have. You know, I I feel like <laughs> when you start saying that, I just go, "Is that a word that we say in Star Wars now?" <laughs> I know, I know, but it's like we never heard it before. But it seems so. Oh. Jarrett, it oh, is corny. Jarrett, it is the, the best only, Star Wars show we've Because the, we've co- had. the corniest people in the world are the only ones who are going to say it. They're gonna they're gonna mm-hmm. use it, and mm-hmm. it's gonna, it's it's gonna suck. It does suck, and it it, it wasn't good from the get go, and it's only gonna get worse. Mm-hmm. But Jared, Andor is like it's actually like, it's actually a real. You're not gonna get fatigued from it. Uh, I hope it's good. <laughs> Okay, I I'll tell you what you it's like I said you watch like two episodes and you tell me if it's worthwhile, but I I did I did fall on the sword of Obi Wan, or Kenobi whatever whatever the fuck that show was called that boring ass show <laughs> that you just watch and you go what, what, uh-huh. what about what about Boba Fett did you watch that no I didn't oh, shit see because I heard it was bad <laughs> yeah I only actually even from like the the real wars people, they're uh, yeah. they're all like, because I I wasn't even gonna watch um, uh, the Kenobi show, and but I was like, do I have to watch that before, or Boba Fett first? And then I remember, just on the internet, people were like, they're like, Kenobi's not great, but at least it's better than Boba Fett. And I was just like, <laughs> oh, oh boy, fuck. <laughs> I was like, so just none of these shows are good. All right, yeah. cool, man, cool. I I uh. I, 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 mean, I guess it's. I don't know. What do people watch this stuff? But there's lots of good stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, potentially, I mean, we're watching a couple really good shows right now you, you, that I'll talk about you, later. You're gonna watch Rings of pa- the Power. The we rings were of, Rings of Fists, uh, punching and elves, orcs, we, like, plastic. Andrew actually showed mild interest in it when it was just kind of airing because I think one of her coworkers was watching it, and but we were kind of just like, ah, let's let it run for a couple weeks and then we can have a couple episodes banked and watch it. And then by that point, people were starting to like turn on that show or something, where it was just like, eh. so then we just never we never went went to it. Maybe eventually, yeah, I don't know. 
Gotta yeah. watch something over Christmas break, right, Jer? That's right. Christmas, am I right? Well, last year was prime uh, how-to John Wilson. and, uh, and Which some, is coming and back. And some curb. Yeah, which uh, at least John Wilson is coming back eventually. Eventually. Yeah. I, I have you seen a date? Because I don't know. No. I, I suspect it might not come back. I have bad feelings because... Even though that, like, they doesn't, announced a, doesn't a matter. Uh-huh. Doesn't matter. That's uh, because dis- that Discovery deal. Oh. Yeah. When they when they say, they find out how much they're spending for that show, they yeah. might not want to bring it back. And I don't know if it would be quietly canceled. I mean, I hope not. I know me neither, but... I mean, I know Nathan Fielder's new show was also renewed for a second season, but I could see that getting, uh, now, getting, getting cacked. Like, I don't know how... Like, I want it to come back. It, 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 can't, it can't cost that much. It can't cost that much. Just him walking around, all you all you literally, all you have to do is just pay this guy a little bit of money. Yeah, nothing. Just a little bit of money. Yeah. Just a little bit of money. Yeah. Well, we'll see, I guess. Hey? Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Oh, well. So, Jarrett's going to watch Andor. <laughs> Is it loggable on Letterboxd? I, well, no, they announced the season yeah. two, so probably so it not. Sh- it shouldn't be. It should be illegal, too. It, it shouldn't be. All Let's right. Let's see. Do you think we've got uh, Rob Eagle sweating listening to this um, in, a, in a few hours from now, waiting for us to ask his his pressing email question or I mean, tell his story? Cause he's definitely going to be I mean, sweating. We're, we're almost an hour in and uh, only two emails. And uh, Oh, what do you do, man? We're such teases. What do you do? Don't you just wish? Starts out Rob Eagle with, his, with the subject header. Hello, creeps. Don't you find it frustrating when the title of a TV show promises so much, then turns out to be totally not at all what you expect? Like the Criterion Creeps podcast? Don't get me started on Hot Guys in Brazil, a searing documentary Mm. about Rio de Janeiro sweatshops. Mm. This week, I stumbled upon a TV show on IMDb, linking closed. So this is a IMDb link to a television series on Netflix, okay. I believe, called Taco Chronicles. Okay. You're with me. I'm with okay. you uh, so far. The subject of this is a journey through the colorful and varied world of tacos. Okay. Creeps devotees may already have the same picture in their minds that I did. Sadly, it was not to be. I mm-hmm. do, however, enclose the image that title immediately conjured in my mind. Oh, I see. For Taco Chronicles? Yeah, for Taco Chronicles. Uh, I'll I mean, send... that sounds good. Wow. Okay, I'm going to send this to you, RJ. See if you can see okay. It. Sent. I just see that gif of that guy puking on himself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, hmm. Indiana Jones? J-Dog, accompanied yeah. by his loyal yet dim-witted sidekick, Mongo, embarks <laughs> upon an epic quest to find the fabled fountain of eternal hot sauce. What's up with this, uh, <laughs> what's up with this Mongo stuff here? <laughs> I'd watch that show. Regards, R.O. Bagul. I don't, uh... Are we talking about Mongo Mongo? Like drive like forehead like a drive in? You know what I mean? Is that the Mongo we're talking about? 
Uh, I don't know. Damn. Damn. I'm, I'm, I'm watching this, like, autoplay video of uh, a, a knife prepping up some meat. It's like some ch- chero. So there's lots of lots of oh. po- lots of pork. I'm not I'm not opposed to that. Mexico never leaves the taco. I came to meet the family, the people, no mm. matter the language, the weather, or the shortfall, because they are sheltered for a, by a tortilla. <laughs> Welcome, people, to Chicago, the windy city. Um, I'd watch it. I guess. If it was like that, I would check it out. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I check out a lot of things, though. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What would you check out? I don't know. Other than Andor. Andor. Yeah. How about that House of Dragons? No. Nope. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to give them the satisfaction. I know people... It's... It's the same fucking story. They're like, well, it's good. It's it's better than that last. It's it's like it's a return to form. Oh, yeah. You know it. It's all people say about anything. I felt that in my in my gut flora, RJ. Oh. Ah. Hey, did you know that your gut flora are going to give you um, diarrhea if you're mean to them? Oh, what? If you treat them wrong, they go, yeah. oh, yeah, smart guy. You gotta you gotta give it one of those uh, yogurts that they try to sell to older ladies once in a while, or else uh, the diarrhea will get you. Probiotics? You talking about? Yes. Mm. Yes, I am talking about probiotics. Or now, is that a? Do we have science to back that up? Um, I don't really trust science. Okay, that's probably but the I, best. But I did read it on. Uh, I, I've heard this before, app. but I. But oh, okay. Is where I got my. No, okay. That's where I get my news. Yeah, it's not Truth Social. No, um, I tried it, but uh, people weren't like edgy enough for me over there. Uh, There's a lot of uh, snowflakes. Okay. A and bit, a lib. A little bit too much owning things. the libs that aren't there. Yeah, yeah. No, it's just like, I was like, this isn't the kind I, of like. I, I do. I kind of wonder sometimes if like a, something like that, just like half of the people are just people who are screenshotting things and reposting it on Twitter. Oh, I guarantee Half. that a that a large part of um a large part of the subscribers are there just for the memes. Yeah, yeah. Sick memes. Dank, maybe. Well, hey, that's that's the emails. Thanks, folks. Uh, RJ. Yeah. What you been creeping on? I watched a movie or two. Okay. So um, before I get into that, because I'm not really gonna talk about them. <clears throat> That was weird. I kind of inhaled the breath. Uh, I've been playing uh, God, God of War, Jarrett. Holy crabadoo. The, uh, the I, PS2 I heard on original. Di- I've heard on Discord, though, that it's not very good. So I, I do understand uh, the criticisms. I'm actually I'm almost done. I've been ripping this bad boy. Yeah. Uh, I probably have an hour, maybe two hours left of playing. Um I can see why it was really, really popular at the time, but I can also see why a lot of people would dislike it now too, because it is a—it's the quick time event stuff. Like, so you know, well, like, you go okay. To, so for the uninitiated, what is, what are you talking about? It's where it's like a like a pre-animated scene that you interact with, where it's like you'll go up, you'll fight a boss, and then 
like the circle button will go over its head because it's like dazed and you go over and you press it and then you like jump around but then a button will appear really quick and you have to hit it to kind of continue the quick time events like continue the animation okay that's not quite what i imagine what qtes were i'm um, as far as i understand that's what I, quick time events are i see i just know that like yeah they're like they're like, it's like interstitial cinematics it is and it's like it, they have it for bosses but they have it for like the regular enemies you fight to like if they get to a certain health point yeah they'll have one too where it's like the button will show up and then you like you have to either tap a button really fast oh, see. to make something happen or you have to like do the one i i like i don't really like them that much because sometimes i'm not quick enough and i'm just like i'm like fuck because you have to do it over again but the ones i really hate is the joystick ones where it's like it's like spin it halfway right spin it halfway left spin it all the way right and like i i can't fucking do it fast enough sometimes and it drives me nuts in video games, a quick time event is a method of context-sensitive gameplay in which the player performs actions on the control device shortly after the appearance of an on-screen instruction prompt. It allows for mm-hmm. limited control of the game character during cutscenes or cinematic sequences in the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, isn't that kind of what Metal Gear is? Well, I mean, Metal Gear is like... They have like the ones you interact with sometimes. Metal Gear just has full-on big big boy cut scenes right it'll be 20 30 minutes where there's no interaction you're just there watching mm-hmm. this shit so like this one is like and i think like at the time i think it, because it was novel people were just like holy shit my, 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 my favorite <laughs> idea of one though it's just like where you, you go to like a cinematic and then like you sit you know you sit down the controller and you yeah. just start watching at some point, but then like it abruptly ends, and then asks you to do to do something, and you only have like five seconds to do it. You're like, "What the fuck?" It's like, "Oh god, oh no, oh I'm dead!" Oh, and then you have to re you have to rewatch the cinematic. The whole thing. It's like, "Oh no." That happened to me frequently, especially because like so the way I'm playing these like old PS2, PS3 games, yeah. I have a third party controller, and if. Like some Ooh. with some of Metal Gear, like the cutscenes will be 30, 40 minutes long. <laughs> so I'd be watching, I'd be like, yeah, and I put the controller down. And like, if you don't touch the controller for five minutes, it just turns off. Mm-hmm. So then the cutscene would end, and then exactly what you <laughs> were saying would happen. And I'd be like, ah, and but like the controller was off, so you have to like turn it on and you'll, you have to you'll wait be a second. Bu- bungling your chopsticks, spilling yeah. your slurpee all over yourself. Yeah, it was a whole thing. It was a whole thing. Metal Gear was better for that, but, uh, yeah, there, there's, there's a lot of it in God of War. There's a lot of it, but I've never played the games before, so I'm, uh, I'm doing one. I'm almost done. The quick time events, they're fine. Like it's like I said, I can see why the game was really popular, but I can see why people um, look go back to it and would be like, hey, meh. If I, it's um, twenty years old, so have I? Uh, have I asked you? Because you know, if now you're being a Sony boy here. I, I mean, I never were before. I never was before. Yeah. I just these are all franchises I've never played before. You, you, you so. wanna, I don't know if you you want to do some Shadow of the Colossus. Yes. So here's the here's the goal, Jared. Yeah. Here's the goal. I've done a lot of research, and God of War one and two I can play on PS3. If and when I achieve the PS5, they have um all the other god of wars are on ps4 and ps5 is backwards compatible Mm -hmm. so that's the that's the big one so all the other god of wars are on there the uncharted games which i also haven't played those all have remasters for ps4 as well and 
Shadow of the Colossus has a PS4 remaster. And it's it's moderately priced. It's like 30 bucks or something like that. <laughs> What's the main character of Uncharted's name? Drake? Uh, I, don't think this is, I think this is his last name. Oh, Nathan. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. yeah, and everyone thinks it's Nathan Fillion. Yeah. So I've never played those games either, which I, I believe also have quick time events and things yeah, like that. Yeah, it's a thing. I mean, it's fine. It it doesn't bother me that much. Like I can see they they do get annoying sometimes. Like uh, like in the boss fights, because there was one I was doing last night. It was a boss fight, and it was the stick thing. And I did everything right, and then you just miss the stick thing one time, and it sets you back all the way to start. And you're just like, son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I will I will play Shadow of the Colossus, uh, the the nice fancy remastered PS4 version with new graphics and all that Ooh. shit. Eventually. Do you want me to invite you over? We get a pizza? <coughs> sure. <laughs> we'll share some DC I'll and be, a pizza. I'll be right by. <laughs> maybe, a, maybe Black Adam will be streaming by then. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. We can watch it in 8K on a PS5. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Which, uh, I find. Are there even 8K TVs? Uh, probably somewhere. I know 8K is a lot of money. I remember um, there was that one movie I watched ages ago that was shot in 6K. Was it the 666 movie? It was. It should have been. It should have been. That was a poor marketing strategy. They they fucked up. So, yeah. Anyways, I'm going to play some games here, Jared. What else was I talking about? We're watching some shows. That's good. We're watching that White Lotus show. You know about that White Lotus? Nope. That was the one, um, it was an HBO show, and it was really popular like a year or two ago. It's about a resort. And this new season, it takes place in Italy. Italy, Jared. And uh, I saw some side-by-sides of some scenes, and they're doing shot-for-shot recreations of scenes like of Criterion films. Like Summertime? Uh, like La Ventura. Oh, fuck. Where women are walking around being... Uh, visually harassed by by males. But what about the ennui? What about the ennui? The ennui's not there this time. What about dude. the malaise? Well, malaise is forever, but uh, mm-hmm. not ennui. So we got that going for us, which is pretty good. Uh, have you ever heard of a show called Kevin Can Fuck Himself? Because <laughs> we're watching that as well. I say I say that every week. Mm-hmm. Do you work with a Kevin? Uh, tell me about the show. It's an Amazon Prime show. It's a it's a unique idea, actually. Um, it's a lady and a husband, and the husband it takes place in like Boston or something. the The husband's a real piece of shit, like mindless guy. Uh, and so like when they're together, it's like a sitcom, but like a really bad cheesy sitcom, because the boys like the the guy will be like, "I bought an ostrich," whoopsies, like very like exaggerated. But then whenever she's not with the husband, it cuts to, like, ultra-dark Black Adam, like, Black-O-Meter stuff, where she's just, like, seriously depressed, and it's just like, I hate that fucking piece of shit. So it kind of bounces between, like, those things. It's interesting. We've we've watched a couple episodes. I don't know if you'd like it, maybe, but it's a... I, uh... I had never, like, I've seen it being advertised on Amazon Prime, but I've never heard anyone talking about it. And I was like, this show might warrant, like a watch from people i think we're a couple episodes in it's interesting i don't know if the title has legs but uh 
It does have two seasons, so not that's something bad. For not bad. I uh, we watched Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. It's a good show. Mm-hmm. Touching. Yeah, touching. We watched some Adam Sandler films. Those Touch- are always good. T- touching. And then we watched another like Amazon Prime original Ooh. thing called Meet Cute. Do you know about Pete Davidson, Jared? <sighs> Do you know about the girl from The Big Bang Theory, the blonde girl? No. Do you know about time travel? Nope. This is another. There's been a real trend lately for Groundhog Day-esque dating films. Yep. A- Andy Samberg had one like two years ago. I watched that. That one was pretty good. This is exactly the same thing. So the girl meets the guy, and she likes him, and she has a time machine, uh, which is a tanning uh, booth at like a salon or something and uh, she's just reliving the perfect date with him and she does it over and over and over again it's strange it is strange this movie like there were parts of it that I was like yeah this is fine but then they're like after a while you're like 30 40 minutes in and you're like what is this movie trying to do it's very strange and then like she like goes back farther in time like in this time machine like changes the kids history and and then it's it's i think they're trying to make allegories for abusive relationships jared <laughs> you, you know about abusive relationships mm-hmm. and addiction oh man and depression there, there there's all sorts of that stuff in there uh this movie is like it's fine you would not like it at all some people might like it a lot but uh at, at the end of the day we, we like we were watching and then I can't remember what happened. Uh, there was like 20 minutes left and um, we like, uh, what are we doing? I think the long laundry dinged or something. I was like, oh, I'll go grab the laundry. And then Andrew's like, oh, I'll go get a snack. And then we came back and we, we, ju- we didn't keep watching it. Uh-huh. And then the next day I was like, hey, should we finish that movie? And she's like, we didn't finish that fucking movie. I was like, no, there's like 20 minutes left. And she's like, holy shit. All right. So it's one of those kinds. So of you films. did finish watching it. We did the next day, but she, like, she thought we are we finished it, and there was like twenty minutes left, and it was only uh, it was only when I reminded her, she's like, oh, she's like, oh shit, we didn't finish that movie. She's like, I thought we were just done, and it was over. And I was like, no, there's there was more to it, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then like, yeah, I don't know, movies, Jarrett, movies. movies. So Damn that's a uh, that's what we got going on over here. Damn. In uh, the house that Hut built. <laughs> uh-huh. Not Jabba. Not but Jabba. Pizza. Or Zorba? Mm, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. So we got that going for us, which is pretty good. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. And uh, I guess that's the show. That's that. Yeah. I mean, I mean what else? Are we... We're watching a brunch cooking show, if you want to hear about that. Um... They make brunch on it cool yep. uh, i mean I, I will save uh regaling the uh the, the the creepsville nation with uh tales of uh uh minifig gaming ah Let's see did so, you did you win son uh yes i, I did okay um cool that's what that's what uh myself and uh my partner do rj we're, we're not you just guys... we're not just a couple of couch potatoes that's, well, that, hey, that, hey, that, hey. We, we, How we, often we, have you guys done dump runs, I, I question? <laughs> uh, bottle runs. Well, okay. Your relationship, once you've hit the dump run phase, I'll, I'll no. 
I'll, I'll, I'll kind of dial in with you. Mm-hmm. But okay, so you, so you, and the partner are doing yeah. minifigging. Now, is it yeah. a shared thing where it's you use the same minifigs, or do you have separate oh, camps? We have our own. She has her own. Kim, Kim, Kim has her own. She has, uh, she has her uh, wood elves. Uh, mm-hmm. that will also kind of look like undead things that she's painted uh, very nicely. Okay. And I have a litany because I have a problem, RJ. I have a, I like to buy things and yes, you do. And, and collect and uh, hoard things with the intent. And I do. I, I do actually do these things, but I don't have enough time. That's Hence, when people ask, actually, I should go back to this. So last week... On, on the odd occasion on a Friday, I went mm-hmm. for I went for a break with coworkers, and uh, they were talking with uh, so, someone on faculty. They're like, we're mm-hmm. all the, we're all the same age, and they're talking about going to bed on time. Mm-hmm. And uh, one person said, "Oh, I go to bed about nine nine thirty. I lay I lay mm-hmm. in bed for a while, and then I fall asleep." Uh, the other one's like, "Oh yeah, I go to bed around uh, around eleven or so. Try to." Do- in then uh the other one i think it was about the same and i'm sitting there because no one's asking no one's asking me what time you go to bed and i'm because i would tell them it's like 1 a.m like sleep that's for the week i uh Uh i think last night i I turned in around one but uh no i'm i'm a question sometimes you wake up tired yeah everyone does What's the difference? I mean, I, I will never. Honestly, I, I do not like. I don't like seven in the morning, no matter what. It doesn't matter what time I go to bed. I'll be tired at seven in the morning, so I might as well just okay. be tired. Because after about I don't know forty five minutes, I'm awake, and then I'm then yeah. I'm good. But then I can sleep on the weekends and sleep for mm-hmm. eight to ten hours if if, if necessary. And what about twelve? Uh, I haven't done a twelve hour in a really long time. Slept twelve hours on last weekend. You did. It was incredible. Wow. Did I you, went to bed at like eleven. How, I woke up at eleven. How did you physically feel though? I felt okay. I didn't feel overtired yeah. or anything like that. So, but that, you know, you can't paint an army uh, without putting in some hours, RJ. Okay. You can't. You can't paint your beastmen. You can't okay. paint your skaven. You can't. You can't paint. Whatever else is going to be coming across your table, you have people asking you to do commissions. Mm. They're, they're offering they're offering you cash to paint their their demon princes, and you got to mm. go fuck. Like if I do this, it cuts into to my hobby time. But do you do it though? Uh, I pick and choose. There, it's, yeah. it's got to be the right project. Something I'm like, well, I've always wanted to paint that. I guess this is as good as time as any. And if it's for somebody else, you do kind of have to up your own standards a little bit because for somebody else. Mm. Or you could lower your standards lower. because it's for somebody else. Well, if it's my thing, I can make it whatever yeah. I want. Yeah. Do a, couple, do a couple cheats, make it look just as uh, no, 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 just between just between you and me as I mm-hmm. wink at my little figure. Uh, I that, mean, it's got a little camera in it. I I, I do know what you mean. Crushed, here's, crushed hat. <laughs> but uh, here's a question. Does that uh, special someone in your life, uh, do they also have a air compressor with an air gun? Uh, it's been discussed whether or not uh, she wants one. Because you could do desserts. Yeah. But here's the thing. Has she tried yours? No. Wait, wait, wait. What do you mean you can do desserts? You can, yeah, don't you know? You can do fancy things with airbrushes. You just got to clean it. I don't know but how to be putting Isn't there paint in there? Well, you, you clean it. Put like alcohol through it. 
Um, nine, nine, what nine, about nine, what about the paint? The paint will be cleaned out. Jarrett, you're looking at a guy who doesn't open door handles. I I, with, I realize with, that with my own hands. I, I I know. I've seen that. I I will. Uh, I think I will mention that I did see uh, your significant other not not following your cues, that touching handles. Touch the door handle. Yeah. <laughs> I saw it from afar, and I was just like, yeah, well, oh. The neighborhood's about to get a lot more noisy, what, what, you know what, what I mean. What sort of disease and sickness do you bring to my yeah. home? Well, rest assured, I'm, when she I'm, walks I'm, in the I'm, door... I'm a, real, I'm a real tattletale. When she walks in the door, I'm hitting her with that hand sanitizer. Not just that, but I got the shower going. I yeah. say, go ahead, leave your clothes at the door. I'll throw them in the trash for you. Mm-hmm. You've entered the the outside world. You're touching door handles. Put your clothes in the trash. Get in the shower. Oh. It is a healthy relationship. Son of a bitch. It's a healthy relationship. Let me tell you. Thanks. <sighs> Mini figs, eh? Mini figs. It's it's a life. It is a life. Mm. It's a lot of fun though. Um, until until the dice turn on you, and then, and then things get real salty. That's why it's important to have nice square dice. Have uh, you and the missus ever gotten into an argument over uh, oh, things, the things minis? Can get, things can get heated. It's a little heated? About interpretations. Okay. No. Okay. The, 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 there's things about sequencing. But sequencing? We, yeah, it's both. Yeah. We're, we work through it, though, RJ. We work through it. And, okay. we, and, we, and we become better players for it. Oh, yeah. No. It, turn, it turns out that we're both way more competitive than we thought. Now, this is the competitive that, like, you'll flip a table? No. No? No. But but you will walk out of a Star Trek Ascension game, right? If it's... if it's Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you mentioned that a week or two ago. Oh, I do. I, I remember that. But, yeah, that was... Uh, oh, she wasn't there for that. Uh, no, she you, she, you, you didn't she, go, get she, your she, stuff, she, babe. We're leaving. No, no. no. Uh, that's one, one of the reasons why I was annoyed that I was at this goddamn game. Just, said grab I, your big well, toast. Well, why to go there? <laughs> I had to go see hey, her. Sugar tits, and it's like, get I'm your, like, hey, your orc it's like, no, no, she got to hear all about the experience of like Jesus fucking Christ. I wanted to be yeah. done hours ago. I just wish there was a scenario where you were involved in something and you went, hey, sugar tits, get your Ferengi warriors. We're out of here. Your Ferengis. Your Ferengis will leave in. Oh, yeah. Well, next time, maybe. Next, hey? next, next time, gadget. Next yeah. time. Next time. Yeah. No. So, fuck it. I mean, yeah, that's that's what it's all about. You know, let's take a look. What do you think my recommendations on YouTube are right now? Uh, Jordan Peterson, Ben Shapiro, <laughs> Elon Musk uh, trolls the world. Oh. Uh, probably some sort of. Like why you should want to pay for healthcare, Alberta, kind of thing, and then the truth behind Taco Time sauce. Oh fuck! I love that one. I mean, they're all there for you. Okay, buddy. what they're do I got? For you. This is what I've been. You can determine uh, how much of this is based on what I've been watching because I just put YouTube on. Okay. Um, so we've got 30th anniversary Fallout Shelter and official. 50k celebration so this is a uh, a podcast of guys these guys do a stream mm-hmm. uh, they they've been documenting the uh 
the, the shittiness of the 30th anniversary magic thing that I uh, talked about a week or two ago mm-hmm. that went on sale. And uh, it's it's hard to know whether or not it sold well. The $1,000 for four packs deal. Who knows how it sold? Uh, we got Jim Cornette, uh, former wrestling manager, talking about reviewing AEW. He's uh, He doesn't like AEW, and that's his whole gimmick. He talks no? about no, he hates it all. He really, he really mm-hmm. hates that Kenny Omega. He really hates those young bucks. Um, it's it's bizarre. He has, he has some fair points once in a while, but man, he's, mm-hmm. he's, sometimes it seems real, really uh, irrational. We've okay. got a, a mix that pops up, uh, starting off with the Chromatics Shadow song, as heard on, I think the second episode or first or second episode of Twin Peaks: The Return, that great movie. Oh yeah, yep. Um, I know it. I know the song you mean. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you ever listen to the Chromatics beyond that song? Uh, I mean, I haven't, but I should. No, that song's that's that's a good track. I do have the CD of Twin Peaks: The Return soundtrack in my Amazon cart. Oh, how much is that? Been watch, been watching that for like six years what, here. What was that? Twenty dollars. It was, uh, the last I looked, it was at nineteen, I believe. You see, I don't even blink at what. The, like a CD that's $19 anymore. I used to. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when you go... Well, you, Mr. Moneybags over here well, taking the commissions on the minifigs. When you go to the zoo and you see that the uh, chicken wrap that you used to get is uh, $15 now, you go, what, yeah. the, what the deuce? It's like, I don't know. So, Twin Peaks, limited series, of, uh, limited event series. Uh, score 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 it says no, you don't 17 want, you don't so the, not you, score you don't want the score you want the soundtrack. Oh, okay the return ost original soundtrack 38 dollars. oh currently. damn that's a supply chain ah fuck you're right damn supply chain baby Here, dr- drink yep. from the communal spittoon <laughs> yeah second song chromatics but yeah. the supply chain got supply chain got them yeah this is a good good uh it's a good mix. I've had it in my thing for a long time. Jared, live from Monterey Pop, Otis Redding. Ooh. I've been loving you too long. There's your, loving you. There's your criterion uh, thing. Hey, there's like lots of good Otis Redding you should buy. Good albums out there. I mean, I'm more of um, a Char- Charlie Barker kind of guy. You know about sure. Charlie Barker? You must be able to buy like a, a, a CD of like, uh, dock of the Bay for like five bucks. Sitting at the dock of the Bay. I mean, I do. I, I or do how about how about uh, o- or Otis Blue? That's a that's a great uh, album. Yeah, that one's not bad. Yeah. yeah. Anyone named Otis is pretty cool. Uh, like in Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. You like that? Oh. You like that Otis too? Otis, plug no. it in, Otis. <laughs> no, Otis, you don't do that. It's your sister. Also in frailty. All, and, and let's say RJ said, "Oh, Otis." In, in frailty, the axe is named Otis. <laughs> yeah. So, but that was killing demons for the Lord. You know uh, what I mean? Yes. Yes. You know about the Lord? I'm trying to remember the name of the one track or the one uh, album that's really good. It's got a nice uh, album art too, but uh, it's escaping me. Is that what it's called? It's it's no, escaping me. It is escaping me. That's not what it's called, though. Uh, is it the complete and unbelievable? The Otis Redding Dictionary of Soul? 
yeah. Let's go to I think so. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. That's the way it is, man. That's what we're trying to get back to. Let's see here. My, my, my. Oh, what is writing? Complete. Um, unbelievable. Why is he wearing a, uh, like, uh, <laughs> like a graduation cap? I guess he's fancy. Okay. I mean, wear whatever you want, you know? Like, be your true self, but uh, haven't seen anyone wearing a graduation cap in, um, in a while. outside of grad for... A considerable amount of time. You can listen to that, uh, that Otis Running and Carla Thompson song, Tramp. I could listen to that. I could listen to that. There was a... Who did I find recently? I think it was Luke Bell or something like that. That's some good music. It's not Otis Running, but it's similar style. I like that stuff. Yeah. But I do like the Dock of the Bay. Mm-hmm. Throw that on when you're taking a big shit in the toilet, you know? <laughs> Same. Sitting on the dock world bay. Oh. It's good stuff. RJ. Well, I mean, it's because it they said sitting. I do like that song, though. Hey, have you have you listened to any Boy Harsher yet? No. Oh, RJ. Was I supposed to? You should. Okay, let me see. Boy Harsher. Yeah, you did this before. What about what about Girl Smoother? Uh, no one listens to them. <laughs> Fuck, I got you. I smoked you on that one, man. Okay, boy harsher. Yeah. I just pulled up my thing. Uh, Burn it down. Is it, oh wait, that's a new album from October 2022. Damn. Yeah, I see the runner here. I'm gonna add this to my music. Okay. Okay, I will check this out. What one track? Uh, it's like a remix thing. That's uh, called Sp- with special interest, I believe is the act or no the album the the thing is called special interest uh street pulse beat boy harsher remix yeah if that that i've listened to a whole lot uh boy harsher is probably like one of the more iconic tracks is pain 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 what about pain well they haven't got around to that concept oh okay okay yeah i i just added them to my thing now so uh i i'll give them i'll give them a listen yeah I'll give them a dabble. I think I think they captured the the sound of the times. I'll, I mean, they might. But have. I mean, hey, they're no they're no Taylor Swift, am I right, folks? Fuck, who is nowadays? No. You know. Well, hey RJ, you got any news for? Uh, did Fruits you hear Media? they CGI edited out um <laughs> dong that, uh, that dong from that Marvel mo- that Marvel film? Uh, I heard did, that. I heard had that. You, had you heard about that? Have okay. Have you? Are you aware of Noah Baumbach's next film that's coming yeah. out at the end of the year? Yeah, it sounds what? it sounds problematic. White Noise? Yeah. The Don DeLeo adaptation? Yeah. Have you ever read the book? No, but I, I read a, the description and I went, really? It's a, it's a good book. It's from okay. like the 80s. Uh, I've read it. It's it's uh, very interesting that they're making this into a movie and it comes out at the end of the year. But are you aware of who's in it? Adam Driver? Have you seen what Adam Driver looks like in the movie? I think so. Because I, I kind of like... Didn't I know. saw a picture of it a while ago. I saw a picture of it just today, and I went, what the, who the fuck's that? And I looked, like, that's Adam Driver? And then I'm like, oh. And I'm like, why does he look like Alan Partridge? <laughs> like, I think Steve... Because uh-huh. he's like, he's looking like Steve Coogan. What about the he's Alan my, Parsons he, project? He's my age. Adam Driver is? Yeah. Damn. 39 years young, RJ. You hate to see that. Yeah. So when you hit forty, are <laughs> you gonna pack it in? Uh, call it. Call it. Say, it. 
I'm out. So I'm done. I'm done with this. Do the hands. I'm out. You say I'm all done, boys. Yeah. Okay. I see him. I see him. Yeah. He. Yeah. Yeah. He. He's got the look. He's got that look. He's got the look. He's got the move. Hey, Andre three thousand is in this movie. Yep. That's pretty cool. I learned that today too. That's pretty cool. Sweet. Hey, that's an hour and a half. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, we can get this podcast out in under two hours for sure. This episode. God damn, we're, we're we have we have a uh, quite the ability to say a lot by saying nothing. You know what? We're not going to say a lot about <clears throat> after the break. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh boy. Um. Africa, am I right? is the Criterion Creeps podcast and tonight we're continuing on getting through that Paul Robeson Portraits of the Artist box set part three RJ we'll be talking about Sanders of the River from 1935 directed by Zoltan Korda and Jericho from 1937 directed by Thornton Freeland Mm. everyone's favorite director um, Zoltan, let's do a let's do a gut check, RJ. How you how you feeling on week th- week three of Robeson? I gotta tell you, at the end of week two, I was feeling pretty rough, Jared. I uh, I didn't know if I was gonna make it through. I um I, I definitely questioned my abilities as a, a podcaster, um as a professional. Uh, I was I was not quite sure, but uh, coming out of week three here, I'm feeling uh, revitalized. I'm feeling fresh, um, and I think. Uh, I think uh, we might get him in this uh, the the fourth quarter here. You know, this third quarter, it's uh, it's about struggling back to uh, regain where we where uh, where we want to be, and uh, fourth quarter is about um, finishing it off and uh, sealing the deal. Yeah. You you didn't do enough staring off into the distance. And I uh, I also yeah, want to go. say that uh, I mean I know that whatever his plan is for us, uh, we will fulfill that. Whether we win or lose, we're uh, we're going to be fulfilling uh, the plan. What about the recent accusations made about your sex farm? Well, I just want to say that, like, in a lot of other places in the world, this isn't, like, uh, frowned upon. It's actually part of the culture, and it is, like, uh, it's completely um, it's completely accepted. So, like, I don't know why Western civilization hasn't, like, caught up with uh, the way these things work. But, uh, I mean, hopefully one day they'll realize um, what, what we have. And what we can have. Imagine turn, tuning into the show, being like, ah, finally someone on YouTube is going to review my favorite movie, Sanders of the River. Uh, yeah. Imagine. Hey. Guess what? 
asshole. You get what you deserve. I think that is, if anything, it's the most appropriate way to open up an episode like this. So that if this is, in fact, somebody's favorite movie, Sanders of the River, <laughs> they should know up front what this, what the next three hours is going to be. That's right. They should know. So Sanders of the River from 1935, directed by RJ's boy, Zoltan Korda. Zoltan, it's a good Hungarian name, right, Jer? The tagline for this film, RJ. Uh huh. He breaks loose in the jungle. <laughs> who? Um, who? Zolt Sanders? Zoltan? I mean, Zoltan. 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 Yeah, he. I mean, maybe maybe it's the metaphorical he. Sanders. Um, a British district officer in Nigeria in the 1930s. So this is a contemporary film, folks. Depicting contemporary times. Sure, sure it is. Rules sure it is. His, area, his area strictly, but justly. Mm-hmm. He struggles with gunrunners and slavers with the aid of a loyal native chief. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's part of this film. Um, so, I took a screenshot of this film here. Okay. Know, where did I put that? You didn't send it to me to post for the Wednesday dudes. Uh, yeah, I didn't. <laughs> um, hold up, hold up, hold up. I got it. I got you covered here. Baby, mm-hmm. baby. baby. Uh, oh, <clears throat> so this is a title card uh, from the film. Africa. Tens of millions of natives under British rule, each tribe with its own chieftain, governed and protected by a handful of white men whose everyday work is an unsung saga of courage and efficiency. What, can you describe what um, what efficiency means in this context? <laughs> Potentially for me, please. Gunboat up down. Mm -hmm. slaughter people because it's like well they're yeah they're slavers uh they're kidnapped the our guy's like wife uh it's time to time to teach him a lesson uh for for fun for funsies Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um what did you so that's how this movie kicks off sure because they also oh yeah i think like the production company of this is london films so this is like some real uh, heart of the empire uh, mentality going on. This is going to be some unapologetic uh, celebration uh, of and and speaking to the necessity of colonialism and how mm-hmm. yeah you know what you might not like us but we're actually doing you a favor so shut the fuck up. Said so, listen, pal, I'm doing you a favor by being here. Okay, yeah. just how about a little gratitude? How about a little gratitude? Um, so what? Paul Robeson is in the sure. movie. Uh, what's his character's sure name, RJ? In Sanders of the River? Yeah. Jared, I don't know if I could tell you what Paul Robeson's name was in any of the films we've watched, like oh. his character's name. Well, it's it's Bosambo. <laughs> Bosambo, hey? So there's a lot of people saying Sambo, and you go, Ugh. Oh. oh my god! <laughs> okay, I uh yeah, that's a that's like a, a classic like Idaho name, right? Sambo, yep. or something. Uh, Sambo's like not them. a great, it's not a great one, RJ. 
It's a, no, it's a, so, it, do, it doesn't have great connotations. Let me tell you. So it got uh, some history to it. Some, yeah, something that you know. Some weight. Some, some some types would just call any black person they run into. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Cool. Good start. Good start. So yeah. uh, the plot of this film. Well, uh, it's just oh, man. This is really going to put Sanders over, played by uh, this fella Leslie Banks. Again, one of our uh, favorites here, who died in 1952. Oh, uh, I'll just mention, so you know that uh, Alfred Hitchcock was going to direct this movie at some point? Uh, he was? Or or you're just making that up? Um, no, apparently, he was, uh, he, that was the, it was a production thing. Okay. Do you Which, think that he wanted to direct this film? Uh, I don't know. Maybe it was like a job, and then he went <laughs> pass. Because this this cause this movie feels pretty cheap. Like those those right. r- those uh rooms with, with the colonel. It's like oh yeah, this uh doesn't have a lot of scope to it. That could be any subway in in, in, in exactly. North America. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So the plot. Let me just read through this thing. Mm-hmm. Even at. Uh, 90 it actually was 98 minutes that seems a little long but uh, so this this is of course available folks on the criterion channel and i think youtube too so no excuses mm-hmm. sanders is a colonel or sorry colonial district commissioner in the colonial nigeria he tries to administer his province fairly including the various tribes comprising the peoples of the river he is regarded with respect by some and with fear by others, among whom he is referred to as Sandy and Lord Sandy. He has an ally in Bosambo, a literate and educated tribal chief, played by the African-American actor Paul Robeson. It should also be noted that uh, he's like a con man. Uh, yeah. Like, that's the whole he... thing is, like, he shows up, but he's, like, kind of like a grifter uh, who's, like, you know educated in the sense that he's like you know he's got street smarts and he's he's navigated Mm -hmm. the the world uh but he gets kind of installed as this like um uh proxy leader i guess that 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 sanders can control and and continue a relationship with and keep the peace Mm -hmm. uh because down river uh Mm -hmm. you've got another you have another uh chief king mafalaba who is a he's like the bad guy chief because his because sure his, his tribe still practices slave trading and slave raids and stuff like that yeah. so he's bad right so i get yeah slavery's bad but this idea that oh it's only it's only colonel the colonial leader sanders who can protect everybody um from this yeah uh, and that's like what does what does Britain get out of this? Apparently, just being good guys. They're just like they're the police. So it's like this is still like this is 1935. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're kind of approaching the, the the end of the the empire like, over the next 20 years. So this is still like going to be propping things up quite a bit. A lot of legwork uh, pu- pushing this uh, story along. Mm-hmm. I mean, you might ask what England's getting out of it, and it's just it's a service. To the queen, you know, yeah. that's what she would have wanted. That's what she would likes. Yeah. Uh, I don't think uh, the queen wasn't there yet. She was, she's not quite the queen. We got a king still. Jared, it's a service to the queen. To the queen, right? The okay. future one. Understand. So, 
yeah. So when so what? Anyways, there was like an exchange between uh, Sanders and uh, Mofalba about like these raids. He's like, "Hey, dude, you're getting kicked down the river." And the king's yeah. like, he talks about how he has the skins of his enemies stretched on shields. He's Who like, "That's he? what happens to Medu." cross me and he's yeah. like oh yeah he's like and you're like, yeah it is and you kind of go that's kind of that's kind of cool i guess and then mm-hmm. he's just got he's skinning men yeah. <laughs> it's like oh it's uh you know 1935 this is um some pulpy action going on here with all yeah. that that entails um so anyway so the king starts of course like using the opportunity because uh sanders goes on leave i think he goes back to england um, and so he's able to say, Hey, our time, it's our time is now it's time. Cause Sandy's dead. Cause that's what they're, and now we can like seize power and push back against this. Uh, cause that's bad. You know, the, the British are, are uh, I don't know. It's just like this idea that, oh, only the British are the, they're the good guys and everyone else is like bad unless they follow what the British say. Weirdly enough, th- those, mm-hmm. those two sides come together, but if you're against it, uh, you're you're probably skinning people and putting them on your shields. I mean, and then like there's I of said course earlier, who hasn't? So these conflicts arise, which of course you know. Yeah. How? Why would these conflicts arise in a, in another land? Uh, perhaps because of uh, foreign influence uh, and and you know, influence peddling and resources and uh, wealth being spread, and then you have uh, people coming in, um, gun tr- gun runners. Uh, mm-hmm. and slavers who are like trying to capitalize on the situation, being like, oh, well, you want to fight a war with other tribes? Well, I can provide you with all kinds of weaponry so you make, to ensure your victory mm-hmm. in that. So bad dudes, bad dudes making things uh, worse. Some because things were bad anyway that we created. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, we've got, yeah, the, the Paul Robeson character, Bosambo, he's kind of depicted as the good guy because he's like and he starts slipping into his role because there's also the whole thing where he's of course saying i'm a good christian but then when he meets his wife she's a muslim he's like well i'm a good muslim Mm -hmm. yeah you know he's he's well he's 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 playing all his cards yeah exactly you know so that he always comes out on top yeah so anyway uh he winds up having a child with this Mm -hmm. woman because oh yeah because they kind of like save her from uh yeah getting uh married into this uh the King Mofalaba guy's uh, house and become mm-hmm. one of his many women. And I mean, she's like, like then they explain, I guess the appeal of that about, about power RJ. Well, I mean, first you get the, the power, then you get, then the you get, and then the you get money. The, the money, my, you get the, the money, money, you get the power. Then you and, get the and then the women, there you go. You know, you know, the thing that a lot of people like to say all the time. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> so anyway, um, so we get some like scenes of combat. Uh, I, I haven't mentioned the the sweet beats, the Paul Robeson killing song <laughs> that like you hear sporadically. That's mm-hmm. pretty. It's pretty catchy. Uh, mm-hmm. But we get some we get some raids on villages and stuff like that. Uh, I think King Mofalab is like a good pulpy villain or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, because he kidnaps uh, Basambo's wife takes her back because he knows he's going to lure him in to get her and then he shows up mm-hmm. he's like hey 
I'm here now. You can let my wife go. She'll send you two thousand dollars. He's like, no, no, no. I'm gonna kill you slow, and then I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna kill your wife in front of you. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then and then uh, Sanders comes back and he's like, oh no, we can't leave because this is what's going to happen. We gotta mm-hmm. we gotta help save the day. This is why then, people need the British. That's why we need the British. Okay, that's what we're necessary. And they go in and they mow down the bad guys. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, uh, and they say, "Don't worry, guys. We'll take care of these guys for you." And Sanders is the hero. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so yeah, so Basambo kills uh, the king, and then he becomes the king of the peoples of the river. Because mm-hmm. oh, so RJ, have we watched a more racist film in the Criterion Collection at this point? Um, <laughs> I mean, good God, <laughs> I think uh... it's wild. Because there's, like, no, like, because often, like, even with these movies, there's a little bit of, um, uh, there's a little criti- bit here a little, there. A little critique going on. This is, yeah. like, a full-on embrace. This is, like, colonialism, why not more? I mean, the Italian movies are bad for certain things, but. Because this is, like, the collection, yeah. you, you have Battle of Algiers, uh, and then yeah. you have Sanders of the River, and it's like, man, I don't know. I don't know how to pitch this thing. Like, this is. Something I I can't even rate uh, because it's just like man, <laughs> what a, this is this is an artifact. This is a a breakdown of the motivation of it of, of making yeah. the film. Something. Who do you think um, was the the motivate like the the power behind this movie it was like this is the one. Who do you think was behind the Paul Robeson box set in general? In, in general, was like this is what we need. This is uh, this is what the world needs right now. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, I was want to throw out here. So this this is uh, fresh hot off of Wikipedia because you got to go. Well, how the fuck did Paul Robeson get involved with this thing? I guess yeah. like he's an actor. He takes mm-hmm. roles, um, but this guy also uh, seems to like pretty be. He had his own. Like he had, he thought for himself, and you know he was a civil rights activist. Uh, and he'd be kind yeah. of like, and, you know, he'd be a man. He'd be like, what the fuck? So, the African American singer and actor Paul Robeson, a civil rights activist. There you go. Accepted mm-hmm. the role of Basamba while living in London. At the time, he was studying the roots of Pan African culture through studies of language and music. Robeson mm-hmm. felt that if he could portray the Nigerian leader Basambo with cultural accuracy and dignity, he could help audiences, especially black audiences, to understand and respect the roots of black culture. He took mm-hmm. the role on the condition that the film would portray Africans positively. The filmmakers took an unusual step towards authenticity by sending a film crew on a four-month voyage into remote areas of Africa, you know, mm-hmm. the gigantic continent that it is. They yeah, recorded Africa. traditional African dances and ceremonies with the intention of using this footage integrated with scenes shot in the studio that included the future president and prime minister of Kenya, Jomo Kenyatta, as one of the extras. After the filming, Robeson was asked to return to the studio for retakes of some scenes. He discovered that the film's message had been changed during editing. It seemed to support the continuation of colonial rule in Africa, a message which Robeson disagreed with. No kidding. The finished film was dedicated to the handful of white men whose everyday work is an unsung saga of courage and efficiency. 
God damn yeah. it. Robeson also discovered his character, Basambo, had been changed during the editing process from a proud leader to a servile lackey of the uh, colonial administration. He mm-hmm. said, this is a quote, the, imperial, the imperialist plot had been placed in the plot during the last day, last days, five days of shooting. I was roped into the picture because I wanted to portray the culture of the African people, and I committed a faux pas, which convinced me that I had failed to weigh the problems of 150 million Native Africans. I hate the picture. In 1938, Robeson added despairingly, it is the only film of mine that can be shown in Italy or Germany, for it shows the Negro as fascist states desire him, savage and childish. Robeson was so disillusioned by the picture that he attempted, but failed, to buy all of the prints to prevent them from being shown. Yay! I'm so so glad it's in the fucking collection. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's like it's one of the, it's crazy. It's, it's it's so it's so bizarre because I'm glad you know I I didn't read I had not read that when I watched it, but yeah. I was like watching this being it's like good lord. You're like, why? Well, it's one of those things that said, I know part of the criterion is like, uh, like document or like keeping these historical movies, but it's like, you know, some things are, some things are okay to let die, you know? <laughs> well, I honestly, no, like, no one's watching this fucking thing. No one talks about it. Uh, the fact that it's in this collection is, like, it's in, in the Paul Robeson collection, a movie that he hated. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, let's put that in there too. It's just to show like how far we've come. <laughs> you know, yeah. Okay. But I don't know. I mean, it's just you like, could... what do you say about this? I would never watch. I've never. I mean, unless someone's actually studying, um, ropes and something. Theater. Not even ropes and, but just like I guess depictions of colonialism, like, pro-colonialist films. I mean, you'd watch it for that, I guess. Um, and like they they are trying to do certain things with it where they're presenting like action scenes, where you're like, oh, these are kind of exciting scenes. But what a what an ugly fucking movie. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll give it this. Yeah. It's a movie that was made. Yeah. So it's got that going for it. Yeah. Which is pretty good. But man, there's, there's a lot There's a lot of things you could be watching that are 98 minutes long. Oh. Oh, yeah. Plenty. Plenty. Yeah. So yeah, not a fan. Uh, oh, oh, really? Quite, 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 the, quite the surprise. I thought you'd be into this movie. Based on how you've been talking about it. No. Uh, yeah. It's based on stories by Edgar Wallace, uh, who is one of those... Um, I don't know. If, I think of the British or the German guy. Uh, yeah. Maybe I'm thinking of a different dude. Did you write King Kong? Not the original King Kong, but the Peter Jackson one. Ah, I see. He yeah. fell through the time hole. Well, I mean, Jarrett, holes are crazy. He loved writing about Africa. Whether time-based or not, holes are pretty crazy. But, whew, yeah. man. Yeah. So, anyway, that, I could I could go on. I don't, I don't know. I don't know sure what the defense is uh, or whatever. There's but. not – there. that's a – like, not every movie needs a defense, right? Mm-hmm. Cause like, I, I know, there's none. Like, I don't know. It's just one of those movies where you're like, holy shit. It's 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 like it's like I said earlier. Like um, some people are like, well, you have to maintain the history. It's like you know, if we had a camera six hundred years ago, we could have footage of people shitting their pants on each other. And it's like because it's six hundred hey, years old, is th- it worth th- keeping? Th- things were different back then. Is uh, so, something yeah, that I'll go. You know what? I'll go. It's like no, what? No, 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 no. 
not everyone was okay with this either. Like clearly, yeah. it's like no, they weren't. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's some people might want to excuse shit like that, but it's like ugh. So let me introduce you to Abraham Lincoln, <laughs> brother. No, no, no. Oh. Anyway, yeah. no, no, no. Not a not a great time. Uh, yeah, so I watched cinema. this movie. Yeah, RJ, what do you, what do you think? <laughs> tell tell me why you love this movie. Um, no, no, just no. Uh, I I didn't get um, like I you have uh you have some some strong feelings for this. I was watching it and mostly I was just kind of like, I don't care. <laughs> but I, there there is a lot of like, there was a lot of scenes that I was like, hmm. Like, uh, I think when he's, like, first in in front of, like, the, the British dudes, like, groveling, he's like, he's like, I'm going to be a good man for you. I'm going to be the, the guy. I'm going to be whatever you want me to going to be. And I was like, I was kind of like, what is this movie going to be? Like, I didn't look into it. I was like, what's this movie about? Because that's, like, the opening scene. Uh-huh. I, I was watching that, and I was like, oh. And then, uh, yeah, the championing of the dudes, it's not great uh i mean i think the scenes of the like the native people's like dancing and stuff i think that's cool but at the same time i was like oh that's neat they like film these people's like celebrations but then i was also like they were probably forced to do this and maybe their celebrations aren't like supposed to be filmed you know like like storytelling stuff it's like well not everyone is allowed to share the story and not everyone's allowed to hear the story so, so i was kind of like maybe we're not supposed to be well, seeing it reminds me of this like anthropo uh there's issues with anthropology where it's like oh yeah. this is what they do and you go or not maybe they're doing it because the camera's on so obviously this is like oh staging this stuff uh yeah i mean this yeah. is like this is one of uh that the great tradition of the italian mondo film which is like documenting oh, yeah. isn't this crazy isn't this unlike anything else you've ever seen uh-huh yeah and then well, and, i mean yeah. there's a little bit of that too like it, it's like, it is a cliche of uh was it in body and soul where it opens up with this like some like you know whatever like you know pan-african performance dance and then it transitions to like baptist church uh and there's like there, yes. there was that crossfade there uh, or maybe was that was that emperor jones like I, we were watching so many of these movies back to back um it blurs Who could fucking remember yeah one of these movies though you just go oh my god this is it yeah. this is this is what movies were uh do i have to one that do i do i have to like it it's like i say no I don't. You don't have to you like, don't have to like any anything. But which movies. is which annoys me more is because I can hear someone out there going, "That's not how you can watch me. That's not how you enjoy. That's not how you enjoy yeah. art." And you go, "Fuck yourself." <laughs> hey, fuck I, the empire. Fuck <laughs> the empire. Hashtag. Listen, it's it's the best thing they've done in years. Okay, they're back to their roots. Yeah, I know. I mean, you don't have to like anything. And oh. yeah, all I gotta know, Jared, is where would you rank this? like from here to sweetie oh this honestly i I mean this is at the bottom by default of my list because it's just like i I can't i'm not going to rate this like what do i say i don't know if it just it feels like oh i don't know would you i don't know if i put this into like the same rank as like it's like propaganda that Mm -hmm. is i find objectionable so how do you even classify these things uh it's like it's a a film this is a product it sure. is. It is a product, and I was like, I don't want that product. I don't want it anywhere. I don't. I, it's kind of like it's like being sent stuff. Uh, can you imagine being like a professional reviewer 
of things, like something, like not film, but yeah. of products. And they send things to you. And you go, how do you think this works for you? Does this communicate? And then, but you're being sent products from like the 1935 like, mm-hmm. State Department of England. Because this movie was a commercial success. People sure. people liked what they did see on the screen. Or some people were craving this sort of imagery on the screen. And they wanted sure. to go see it because they were like, yeah, see? But that doesn't mean it's good. It's just that what it is. And mm-hmm. the further away we get from it, uh, it's like, whoa. This is the further we the, stray from yeah. God, and we'll and there's, there'll be shit all around us that you know. As we get away from it, we'll go holy fuck. So yeah. we can't win. There's there's no like it's a one upsmanship game with this stuff. But yeah, this is just true. Like, ooh, tough, tough yeah. sell. <laughs> so you're telling me there's a chance. There's a chance, eh? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not good that they made this. I don't know what else to can't, say other than this is probably about not it. a good one. Yeah, this one's not a good one. This one's not a good one. Yeah. So that's too bad. <laughs> that's too bad. Yeah. But here oh, it is. Well. Paul Robeson, hey? What a guy. Well, he, he didn't right. make it. Hey, how about how about Jericho? Jericho. I uh You wanna break the walls down? Uh you should put that song in here somewhere. It probably should. You should. Maybe, you should. Uh, and the outro. Yeah. Maybe, potentially. Um, I think this does this have another name? Uh, AKA like Dark, Sands Dark Sands. Yeah, okay. Dark Sands. So Jericho is kind of a strange one because uh, it also has like problematic stuff in it uh, a bit. Not as not nearly as bad, but uh, uh, when this started, it was like a Navy movie. I was like, hey, cool, Navy movie. And then when the ship was like sinking, I was like, and people were just like dying, I was like, I was like, I'm kind of into this. I like seeing people explode sure. on this boat. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's cool. And then it leaves the boat for a while. And I was like, hey, go back to the boat. I was like, I want to see more of the boat. What? What is this movie called? What is it called? Dark Sands. What is it yeah. called? Dark Waters. Yeah, I was like, where's the where's the waters here? And then you get some camel action for a while. Um, you get some people fighting. You get some cam- uh, camels. You have some documentary filmmaking. You have people in movie theaters. You have long lost uh, relatives. This movie might have it all, Jared. Am I saying it's good? No, but it might have it all. So, you know what I mean? So this is movie Jericho from 1937, yeah. directed by again Thornton Freeland. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, no sweet tagline like he breaks loose in the jungle. But <laughs> again, did he? Um, but yeah. So, but yeah, Sanders of the River. Uh, did you like the song? That gets uh, that that motif that they keep going back to. Uh, in Sanders or yeah, in Jericho? In Sanders. I can't even remember what it oh. was. It's not too bad. Yeah. Uh, can't even get, remember. Uh, so Jericho, um, an unjustly condemned corporal flees to Africa, chased by the captain blamed for his escape. I mean, not quite. Not quite. Not quite the case. Not quite the yeah, case. Yeah, so... It's a real Forrest Gump type of movie, hey? You know about Gump picks? Uh, is that where, like, people kind of just, like, fall into significant historical moments haphazardly? Yeah, yeah you got Boatman, and then you got Shipwreck Man, and then you have, Nate, like, uh, Military, like, Jail Man, and then you have Medical Doctor Man, and then you have, like, Farmer Man, but then you have, like... Uh, clan leader man or not like like you know what i mean but like clan like uh like 
tribe leader man, and then you have like Messiah man, and then you have like Vigilante man. Okay. So Jericho is yeah. the British because it's a British film again. Yeah. Um, that's the title of it in the UK. In America, mm-hmm. it was called Dark Sands. But why? Um, you'd have to ask U.S. distributors about that in 1937. Okay. Uh, so I kind of have a little background on this film, Jericho. Japal Robeson considered Jericho one of his most positive accomplishments in projecting a screen image of a black man with courage, honor, self-sacrifice, and intelligence who achieves success and happiness. Robeson's first British film, Sanders of the River, ended up being an embarrassment for the actor. Maybe that's why it's in the collection, to be like, look at these two extremes, but... I'm not mm-hmm. sure, and I I don't know because I don't have the box set to look at how it's Damn. positioned in the collection or explained. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's story turning into a celebration of British colonialism. Robeson felt betrayed by the production team and sought, without success, to buy all circulating prints. As a result, Robeson demanded artistic control over the final cut of this film. For example, the ending was to be that Jericho, homesick, agrees to help clear the captain's name in the United States. After their plane crashes in the desert, Jericho dies trying to save Captain Mac. Instead, Robeson simply requested the movie end with the captain flying off alone. Spoilers. Mm. Uh, that's good. I mean, that's a that's a good like. No, this movie's really good. Like, good honestly, yep. it's a it's a good ending. It's actually yeah, it is. Yeah, rather than oh, I got to punish him. Like, yeah. like for I, what? I for it. for doing what? It. He helped people. Yeah, I think I I, I liked it too because it's kind of sweet. You're like the guy sees the influence this guy has and he's like you know maybe i spent five years in jail yeah it's a fucked up but i guess it's not this dude's fault yeah this is prime for a remake with like mark ruffalo and um tony todd i think is who you would put in those two roles (laughs) always tony todd (laughs) he's he's the best who doesn't like tony todd (laughs) you know or 50 cent could do it okay yeah He's acted. He's in movies. So this movie's set during WW1. WW2's yeah. on the horizon, RJ. And yeah, this, this, this this could almost be like a, a B-roll side to Lawrence of Arabia. I mean, it could be. Could Is be. it going to be? No. I don't know. No. Could, uh, movies depicting kind of uh, the, the, the 20s, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, <clears throat> a World War One American troop ship is torpedoed. And many soldiers are trapped below the deck. Jericho Jackson, a medical student drafted into the war, heroically saves the trapped men in defiance of his superior's orders to abandon ship, but accidentally kills the officer in the melee. Despite yeah. his heroism, Jericho is court-martialed for refusing orders. Embittered, he escapes. <laughs> like, what? I don't know about that. I don't know if he was embittered. He was, like, about to go to... I think he was going to get like a, a kind of a serious reprimand too, like real jail time. Cause for actually he was being charged with murder. I think yeah. like of killing an officer is like, yeah. Cause it's like, well, you killed the wrong man. <laughs> Paul Robeson. I mean, I mean, who hasn't? So anyway, um, he's kind of allowed out to do something. I can't remember what it was, uh, but he gets an opportunity to escape and he does mm-hmm. successfully. Uh, Gets to pretend to be a French man, uh, mm-hmm. and then the, the 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 troops trying to f- track him down because he's going he's ru- he's running. They just mm-hmm. see right past him because he talk he talks French. And that's in their mind, we're looking for an American man. So he escapes, um, catches a boat. I think. Uh, 
Yeah. Yep. He pops onto a boat pops real quick. Boat, yep. And he, off he goes. And off he goes to, uh, I guess, uh, North Africa. Uh, he, he teams up. He has a team up. With, he does? Uh, with, a, with actor, I think it's like Wallace Ford, who plays Mike Clancy. He, he talks about, he's a real, I don't know, East Coast guy. Say, hey, you ever have a clam bake on the beach? Oh, exactly. kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's East so, Coast. So they start doing some, they're going to have some swindles, some scandals. Uh, they're, they're trying to like shake down people, pull some fast ones, make a little bit of scratch. Yeah. Um, but things just, uh, they're, they're always kind of on the run. Cause they're like, do you got any papers? And they're like, no, no, we don't. Papers. They, they, they I hide, got your papers they, right they here. Hide, they, they hightail out of it. Uh-huh. Um, so anyways, eventually, I mean, uh, they, they kind of, things are going great. Jericho meets a, meets a lady. Um, I guess also they always make a point of like, she's Muslim. Yeah, they they do like to emphasize uh, the, the, these films are always like, and they're Muslims. And did we mention they're Muslim? Yeah, it's perchance per it's this thing, <laughs> the, yeah. the '30s. They really wanted to let you know that. Yeah, well, I'm in uh, it's the an, Red Menace, right? It's an, it's an alien culture, RJ. Yeah. They're not Christians, is what we're saying. But but hey, left. but so this guy though, he's got real skills. He's got some yeah, medical does. abilities, you know. He can keep, mm-hmm. he can take care of the sick and stuff, mm-hmm. um, and he's got a little bit of military training. And he he wind he winds up becoming basically the leader of this like tribe uh, living out in the desert. Um, mm-hmm. And we get some we get some some sparks that fly uh, with other groups, but he's seizing it. Uh, but then, so with the B side of this is of course that we have old poor Captain Mac back at home. Uh, he's mm-hmm. kind of said, "Hey, you let him escape." He's like, "Well, I didn't." I, and he's he kind of like a, maybe a little bit allowed it to happen a little bit, but he didn't actually help him escape. No, that's, that's my interpretation of it. <laughs> but but of course, Jericho, Captain uh, or whatever Corporal Jericho is not around to back this up. So mm-hmm. it's like, "Sorry, dude, you're going to jail for five years." Yeah, I was kind of. They're like, "Well, scene says this guy's gone, and he can't like tell the story." We're going to hit you with uh, with what we can, okay? And so that's just the way yep. it is, baby. And then five years pass. This guy gets out. He's like, motherfucker, I'm going to find that Jericho. I'm going to, wherever he is in the world, I'm going to track his ass down and drag him back So, so to clear my name. That's, yeah. his, that's his goal. That is it. Uh, and yeah. it's it's kind of a it's a fascinating thing from like this like hubrisy kind of idea. It's like so you just wait like so five years of your life just got snatched away from you and you want revenge now on like a guy that you know is like a good man, but you're like oh that guy fucked me. Now I want but I want to get him and he's because mm-hmm. but things so by getting him he's going to bring him back and this guy's going to you know, go and drop for a murder that he ran away from, which looks even worse. And, you know, it's like, he's a black man in the U.S. military who's, who's killed a man. So it's like, oh, yeah, they're really going to mm-hmm. give him a fair shape. So he does. He spends years tracking them down. Instead of, like, moving on, uh, I, I started thinking of, like, the searchers, that kind of story of, like, a person that just keeps seeking. You're like, oh, he can't, he's, he doesn't seem like that bad of a guy probably in this story. He's, like, not, like, a, he doesn't do, like, 
anything particularly dastardly. So mm-hmm. you're like, eh, I don't know if he's going to be able to pull the trigger or do anything. Like in, in the metaphorical one where he's actually going to do what he says he's going to do. It doesn't really make sense story-wise. And once he gets there and he sees it, like, oh, he's, he's got a whole life set up and stuff like that. And it's like he's actually really integral to the to the, the community uh, that he finds himself in. Uh, he gets a lead, though, because, like, this uh, – actually, a, a anthropology film crew comes across oh, wow. the group. What a coincidence. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, the, this newsreel gets to the hands of Mac. And it's like, aha, this is him. I got him. He said, finally. Yeah. Got him. So he, he, he chases him down. He shows up. And he's just like, I'm going to take you with me. He's like, uh, these guys won't let you take him. <laughs> mm-hmm. In fact, now that they know you're a danger to like their, their, you know, their chieftain, their leader, they're, they're going to kill you. <laughs> mm-hmm. They said, listen, dude, you've done everything wrong since yeah, you've gotten here. Everything. You, you yeah. really dropped the ball. Uh, and then we get some exciting bits of like an escape. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, f- I forgot to mention the big. Uh, <laughs> there's a, a battle. There's a, yeah, there's a battle, but there's also singing on the dune. Because yeah, you, you can't so, keep him down from singing. <laughs> I mean, so Paul Robeson's always singing. Always and singing. In, in these two movies, it felt particularly a little out of place. Mm-hmm. And especially in the last film. Dark Sands, yeah. Yeah, but that's uh, in Sanders. That one had a a little bit more where you went, would he be singing this song? Well, it's always off camera, though, in Sanders, right? It's like more of like like the theme. And and it's like, oh, it's it's the killing music. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So that's cool. So, yeah, we got a thing where, uh, so yeah, I think it's like Jericho's like, you know what, man, uh... So I gotta go. I gotta get. I gotta go with back with you, kind mm-hmm. of thing. Uh, yeah, you know what? You're right. I I, I screwed you. I screwed mm-hmm. you good. Uh, I will. So go, let me make it good. Uh, I'll make good on it, man. You're right. And then he's like, "Oh, <laughs> I think Max like okay." And then they start getting on the plane, but there's a big chase because uh, I guess the rest of the tribe's not going to let that happen because they're going to get their hands on Mac and mm-hmm. do away with him. And Jericho's like, I can't let that happen. So there's a whole escape, and it's like, oh, I'm gonna get, get, we can't get the plane started this way. I got to get out of it. And then Max realizes, I can't take this guy with me. He's trying to help mm-hmm. me. And it's like, so he he flies away without Jericho. So everybody gets what they want because at the end mm-hmm. of the day, it's like, well, Max already done his five years, and he realizes that what's the, what's the point of this? No, nope. after, after another like you know two years probably of looking for this man. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. It has, it has this like nice you know, little poetic ending. Uh, I mean, the movie's <laughs> kind of whatever at the end of the day. Um, but I mean, it's it's better. I mean, by by default, just than uh, Sanders, <laughs> the Colonel. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like I was saying earlier. I think this movie kind of does have it all. I don't think it's great or anything like that, but no. it, it's got it's got it all in there. Like it's it's got the gump approach we have a boat man and then we have doctor man and then we have savior man and then he's like war man and stuff like that like he kind of goes through all those things and uh, i i did like um there's some stuff in it that i think is good like uh i did like the film crew when he's watching it and they're discussing the camels uh, i thought the mm. way that they're t- they're talking about the camels no some of it's not good but some of it was kind of funny uh, and I was just like, hey, that's a, 
that's a funny thing they're doing. Um, so it's got a little bit of all of that. And Paul Robeson is like, he's the star. So it's like, yeah, it's cool. He's like given basically like the, the spotlight on this. And, and that's a, probably not what happens all the time. Cause then there's movies like Sanders where he just has to do that. And you go, Oh, you go, Oh, that's too bad. Um, so Jericho's got, it's got a little bit of a little bit for everybody. Jared. No. It's got a little bit of it, a little bit for everybody. You know what I mean? A little bit. So yeah. I'm just curious. I'm like, how many people have ever watched Sanders of the River? And it's like, it's le- like uh, well, well, less than 500. It's like 400 okay. and change uh, on Letterboxd. Mm. But I mean, how many people are doing this uh, this long haul? I mean, there's probably people who own the Paul Robeson collection who have never watched either of these movies. They just, yeah. they just have it. How many you un- did I ask you last week? How many units do you think the Paul Robeson collection has sold? Hard to say. At least one? Hard to say. <laughs> Probably at least one. Uh, you want to hear from people who hate Sanders of the River? More? Or just you? Uh, they, I mean, they're enough, they, they, they're enough to rate it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I, can you only imagine? Um, I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it. got from Naya. Uh, yeah. I have a star. Bitch! So racist. Paul Robeson's voice is splendid, though, so half a star. Sorry you were tricked into doing this movie, Paul. I mean, yeah, this person just four-starred Death Becomes Her, so I'm on board with that. That movie rules. Um, I'm going to so. run through some of these. So we got Lucas Elzer, yeah. uh, half a star. Watch for post-colonial cinema. This is not the one, guys. How would you watch it for that? I don't know. I guess uh, you want to watch something... Colonial cinema, then there's posts. So you, sometimes you need a frame of reference. So yeah. you got to go back and go, holy smokes! Here's a quick bump on Lucas. I like films. I want to make them. You can follow me and read my takes, or not. Doesn't matter. Ox. How about Ozzy Bestius? Ozzy Bestius? Is that like Ozzy Mantaeus? Ozzy Bestius. F. Okay. This is, and I say this without any kind of exaggeration, one of the worst movies I have ever seen. Blatantly racist without any likable characters. Not even Paul Robeson could say this. It offers nothing of value to the world of cinema. Forget it and move on. Proud member of Film Independent Spirit Awards. (laughs) I will watch as many Oscar-nominated movies as I can before 2028. The Centennial... 20, Acad- 2028. 2028. The Centennial Academy Awards. I am also going through every year of the Academy Awards and choosing my own winners. If that sounds interesting to you, it does feel not. F- feel free to check out my lists I have made from the years I have completed. Mm-hmm. So, are you going to check those out? Changing Reels, half a star. Okay. <laughs> Colonialist porn for old Tories to win to. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Paul Robeson wanted and deserves better. Oh man, yeah. this is great. Um, man, yeah, people are not not a big, not big fans. Oh, there's someone here. That's okay. Yora Chang, twenty two. Bosambo was deaf. A wife guy. Yeah, he was like a ride or die for for the ladies. Yeah, he liked his he liked his ladies. He liked his ladies. Uh, what else did this person give a half a star to? Oh, they didn't give this a half a star, but they, they half a star to old. 
This Shyamalan movie, that's cool. You know about old? You know about Shyamalan? You know about that? What about the people who love the movie? Do you think, how many of them yeah. are, do you think there are? I don't know. Creeper, 3455. Even Criterion has an in, uninteresting shit face or two. That's cool. People who love this movie? I don't know, man. People I don't really want to hang out with. Um, this person wrote a huge review. Um, hmm. How about Gosh, how about this username? Men write one two three four. What do you think men are right about, Jer? Men write five five stars. Oh. Interesting film by the Cordas with Paul Robeson and Nina May McKinn. It's playing the film forum on the 23rd. This is from November of last year. McKinn is great, and so is Robeson. I love his singing here more than ever. There are long vocal passages and elaborate filmed-in-Africa dance numbers. Leslie Banks is also really good. I, I always think of Most Dangerous Game when I see him. Always fascinating to watch such effusive praise for the British Empire from a couple Hungarians. Although it's oh. unique, I understand Robeson's bitterness to the finished movie. Corda films are real romanticizers of empire. I mean, yeah. This person just five-starred that blonde movie that just came out. So they did that. <laughs> it's cool, I guess. Oh, well. Not a lot of ratings, this person, but men right, I I suppose, hey. Mm-hmm. And then there's one person. That, there's not very many. That's like the. There's like a few of these weird accounts mm-hmm. uh, from one bra 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 bra. And then down below three three stars, badly dated, <laughs> three stars. I mean, sure. I guess. Why I why know. rate it at all? These people get so caught up on rating shit. Ratings, you don't have to rate stuff. How about Jericho? Like break those the walls. Chris, the walls. Judas effect. Oh my god, maybe. Um, Jerry Hudson, Robeson had to move to England to get decent roles. Okay. I mean, that's like more of like an opinion. This person's got a bio. <laughs> Film fan, weakness for foreign. Get DVDs from local main <laughs> library. Weakness for foreign. That's all it says. It's a sentence. Weakness oh. for foreign. <laughs> Weak to them. Often get DVDs from local main library. Often get DVDs home and realize had no idea what requested. One time turned to partner said, I am the only who... Am I the only who could accidentally rent a six and a half hour German movie and then decide I have to watch it? This sort of thing does happen to me often. But find, <laughs> but find my instincts are pretty good. Have good quality film average. Though all of those fazbinders are certainly debatable, but still can enjoy trash, especially so bad. It's wonderful. I, I That wasn't me spinning. that. That's That was verbatim how this person wrote that stuff, by the way. Just accidentally rented a six-hour German film. I'm so silly. <laughs> yep. I'm, I'm such a card. Oh, man. Goofy me. Chuck, two stars. Nice action, adventure, suspense, with a bit of a history lesson. Paul mm. Robeson had some great pipes. <laughs> this is probably oh. the oldest film I've seen with a black American in the lead role. Enjoyed, but probably won't watch again. Chuck has a uh, bio, too. Uh-huh. Some film watching cat. 
I watch and review, I watch and review films for the, a radio show. I don't know why that's funny to me. Uh, I don't know. They talk. They, I don't know. They're, they're talking about decades or something like that. I still have lots of decades of films to review. Yeah, man. There was movies made every decade. I don't know what what you're talking about. The review is like four fucking pages long. I'm not gonna or their bio. I'm not gonna read it, but I'm not sure what this dude's talking about. Bad stuff. Bad stuff. Uh, there's a one one of the people I follow, Punk Punks. Mm-hmm. Um, the production felt grander than the movie experience. Though little can be grand enough for Paul Robeson's gigantic voice, the story felt a little unfinished. Unless the message was that African Americans belong in Africa. Regardless of the exotic road to the desert, it was fun with little Wallace Ford next to the Black Giant and also a good role for Henry Wilcoxon as his career was starting to fade. While the film didn't reach its peak, it was an alright Robeson showcase. I mean... Punks is crazy. Like, that, uh, they watch movies. Yeah, Uh, this person watches movies. They watch things by... Movies within a calendar year that you would never be like, oh... I'm going to pop on some films from 1926 and watch all of them. I mean, they're from Norway. So yeah. like, you know how things are up there, right? Yeah. I know how things are. You know, you know, things in Norway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Brian Cauley, a poorly made film. That's only interesting because it stars Paul Robeson and features a cast of largely minority actors, all embarrassing stereotypes. It even gets campy when Robeson climbs a sand dune, just to belt out a song from its peak. Robeson went to England to make this kind of film. He, he couldn't in America, but Jericho is no artistic triumph. Even though Robeson had final cut, the criterion restoration is of surprisingly poor quality. Uh, I don't know about that, but um, this person, one of their favorite films is Tarzan and his mate, which uh, this person was talking about. They don't like the use of stereotypes. I I don't know about Tarzan, man. What does Tarzan say about the world? You know what I mean? What has Tarzan done for us lately? Uh, Not enough. Let me tell you. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean that sounds sounds fine by me. Oh, was I'm, oh hey hey, you in here? Three stars. I've really been enjoying Criterion's Paul Robeson box set. Uh, this is from twenty twenty. Oh, oh yeah, uh, two years ago, November twenty twenty. Wait, is this the high reviews now? Uh, this is a three star. Oh okay. Uh, they're using like either as a Christmas tree. Yeah, it's a Christmas. Oh, I see. Thing. Okay. Yeah. His career is a fascinating one and it wasn't long before he found more opportunities on the big screen In European productions with a number of British films in the late thirties on Jericho follows an unhappy experience making Sanders of the river and gives him a stronger lead role. He plays the titular character, real name Jeremiah, a sailor mm. during World War One who disobeys a superior officer and rescues some trapped men, accidentally killing the officer in the process. He is court-martialed but escapes, but in the torturous way of movie plots, ends up taking up a new life as a leader amongst the Tereg people in the deserts of North Africa. It's an interesting portrait of camaraderie amongst black and white men during wartime, 
and about the possibility of personal redemption for Jericho, who is essentially a good man and understood as such throughout the film, despite what happened. He gets a slightly annoying American sidekick on his journey to the Tarek Walsford, and the final resolution with a fellow soldier who took the blame for his escape. Well, he didn't take the blame. He got the yeah. blame. Doesn't mm-hmm. quite have the emotional heft it probably needs, but it's a solid role for Robeson, and he gets the chance to exercise his vocal cords for a few occasions, too. <laughs> <laughs> Ewan, London, via New Zealand, and back again. They say some other stuff, but I just want to. They're just talking about where they lived, I okay. guess. So, okay. yeah. Right. Not that that's bad. Yeah. Just, New Zealand just seems like a bad place, man. A lot of rapists over there. A lot. Awful lot of bad dudes. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. Any final thoughts on Sanders of the River or Jericho? Man, I can't wait until next week. We're almost there, son. We're almost there. I I love doing four-week-long deep dives. (laughs) <laughs> two movie double into movies. double header after double header after double header it's one of my favorite <laughs> things that we've ever done this is the worst thing we've ever done the worst this might go down as uh, it's like not even that like it's not, even not that, that bad. bad it's just like no it's just oh, the frequency of it yeah it's it's a it's 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 a lot a lot yeah i mean if these were spaced out by years i'd be like whatever i, I, mean, I don't give a shit at least they're all different directors like they're all different movies that's Zoltan. yeah they'll have a there's a variety sure sure but will we but will we top emperor jones <clears throat> i don't even i don't even know that i'm gonna watch next week's movies <laughs> Tur- you know what i mean tune in next week um, but in the meantime, after the break, I'm going to, I'm going to help RJ get out of here on that airplane. Go home. Go Are home. you, go home. Buddy. Does that mean you're going to leave me? Well, you're leaving me. Or I'm, I'm leaving you. I'm, I'm going to help you along. I'll be like, Hey, I, I'm helping you. Right? Like, I don't want to leave. I go, no, you got to go get on that plane. It's like, I don't want to uh, go. And then I send you off and say, bye. I definitely leave you. I wouldn't even look back. RJ, mm-hmm. why do they call you RJ of the River? Well, Jared, let me ask you about white people. What do you know? <laughs> what do you know about the whites? Oof. RJ. Well, you asked. What do you think white food is? <laughs> you t- tell me about white veganism, RJ. Oh, I had a, a vegan dinner tonight. It was delicious. 
You can find out about our vegan habits on Discord. It's the fastest growing community. Guess what? People are there. Nobody's emailing in anymore because there's so many fun conversations on Discord. What else are you going to do about it? You can look at Jarrett. He's a guy and he has a face. He's got a letterbox and he's got a Twitter. His name is Fudge Duncan on all of those accounts. You can check me out. Uh, I'm under POTUS on uh, most platforms. You can check that out too. We have Tumblr. And that's it. Patreon. <laughs> oh, there's a Patreon. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you know about uh, Letterbox, RJ? Yeah, you're Fudge Duncan. Yeah. And I'm POTUS. You know about iTunes? Uh, what about Google, what know. about Stitcher? Sound, SoundCloud. Are we still on Stitcher? CriterionCreeps.com. Do you know that? We own that. We have a website? What's on the website? Uh, it just takes you to SoundCloud. Oh, okay. I was going to Google it, but ne- never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Who cares? Yeah, never mind. Hey, uh, I'm glad that we're getting a lot of uh, wrestling references on this show. Was never mind a wrestling reference? No. No, not that one. But which you'll see. You'll understand. Well, you'll understand if you ever listen to these episodes, which you won't. I mean, I don't listen to any pod- podcast anymore. That's not a personal thing. I oh, just, no. I just don't listen to podcasts anymore. I can't believe anyone does. Um, yeah, I listen to them via YouTube. That's about it. I, I don't know. I don't think anyone should listen to this podcast either. <laughs> well, they might. Cause you know why? <laughs> Next week, Paul Robeson Part 4. <laughs> The, the, the conclusion. And it's going to be I don't so think it's, good. It's not going to be as good as Star Trek 4. Star Trek 4? Yeah. I mean, it might be Ghoulies 4 good. What about the Thomas Crown Affair 4? It might be Puppet Master 4 good. Easy. But it definitely, definitely won't be as good as Mad Max 4. Wow. But, or, but it won't be, and, and not as definitely not as good as Friday the 13th Part 4. What about Ghostbusters 4? Maybe next week could be our final chapter. The fourth and final? No. Okay, well, here, here's what we'll do. I won't come. I won't show up. You won't show up. And we'll just put a post out that said, that's it. Goodbye. Woo. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. bye. That sounds like a good idea. Uh, bye. More like pie, as in let's eat some. Some pie for everyone. I'm hungry. You want to go get some food? Uh, yeah, no, I, I saw you scarfing down those uh, cold cuts already. Hey, 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 that's just an app- appetite. It's not a full meal. <laughs> I just keep waiting for you to just, like, dig out of your hoodie pocket. Just, just like, the plastic bag. <laughs> like, just, like, just, just, like a, a fist. A fist of it. One time, uh... Do you ever, go to, do you ever go to the deli counter? And, like, cause do you get a fresh cut? Oh, I always get. I, I go to the deli cu- counter once to twice a week. Do they call, are they calling you sweetie yet? What can I get you, Not, sweetie? They say, what do you need, sweetheart? And as they have a cigarette and they're ashing it into the honey ham. <laughs> no, I go, or, or into that's the, what no, I want. In, in, into the into the mac and potato cheese, salad? The, the potato yeah. salad. The, oh yeah, that's the good stuff. Oh yeah, I get I get in that deli meat all the time. Like sometimes if I don't have a lunch, I'll just take a pack of deli meat and I'll just sit there and I'll just eat deli meat for like 10 minutes. Stare uncomfortably at the coworkers. Oh. <laughs> RJ, what are you doing? Shut up. I need the nitrates. I lay off. I'm starving. <laughs> it's, like, it's like he's bleeding. 
he's bleeding from his eyes. No, no one can eat that much cold cuts and, and not have that happen. I say, wash me. Don't judge me. Don't, don't look at me. Don't look at me. Good night. Deli. <laughs>